shirt is out. Can y'all really feel me? Peachy's in the house, says she's always on a milli. Out west, he's the king of the bay. Fatino's all gritty, yeah, that boy don't play. Hold up. From the bay to the streets, Breezy represents the east, so we call him the beast. Together they form a powerful being like Voltron. Don't miss a single episode, turn your bells on. Nitty green, it's the lightest talk. Glowing like a better table wall. Nitty green, it's the lightest talk. We outline players up and show. Nitty green, it's the lightest talk. Don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, this the line is tall. Line is tall, nitty gritty, this the line is tall. What's going on, everybody? We that nitty gritty Niners talk. We back for another episode, and on this episode, we are previewing the next matchup against the Seattle Sea Block, 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 whatever you want to call them, Cox Chickens, you name it. What's going on? Got my man Fear to God in the building. <laughs> Crystal Peachy B in the building. What Mo's nose is in the building. And I'm your boy Wayne Breezy. What's going on, everybody? Everybody rocking that red. It's looking really good right now. Yes, sir. All right. So everybody's calm. Everybody's cool. Everybody's collected. That's good. You know what I'm saying? I Clearly, you guys haven't had your Ray's energy drinks today. So let's go ahead and promote the Ray's energy drinks. Our, our official sponsor, man. Go to www.repsports.com. Use that coupon code DRINKBREEZY and get yourself a nice little discount on your Ray's energy drinks. Make sure you're following and subscribing on Twitch. It's still September. You got two days left to save 20% off of your subscription. You can subscribe right here. It's 20% off. You can even subscribe for free if you got an Amazon Prime account. Just use that John right there, and you can go ahead and subscribe for free. But go to twitch.tv backslash Wayne Breezy. It's the only place you're going to find Nitty Gritty Niners. Make sure if you're on YouTube, you like, you comment, and you subscribe by hitting that bell. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you do that. Go to YouTube.com backslash Wayne Breezy. You can also follow us on our Facebook page and our Facebook group. Go to Nitty Gritty Niners, spelled all the way out. I promise you things is popping over there. Shout out to Miss Debbie. Round of applause. I think she's in the building. And I believe she just had uh, a little a little hospital procedure. So we're definitely keeping you in, our, in your prayers. And we're glad that you are here with us tonight right here on Nitty Gritty Niners. Go to, go, make sure you follow us on our IG page as well, Nitty Gritty Niners. And you can also follow us on Twitter, Nitty Gritty with the number nine. E-R-S You got that And last but not least Please email us If you have anything you want Intriguing To talk about on the show If you have questions You want to get at us There's the Gmail Right there Nitty Gritty Niners At gmail.com And I gotta give a shout out To Peachy And a round of applause Cause she's repping that Nitty Gritty Niner apparel So you can go to www.nittygrittyniners.com And get yourself She got on the cool the, the, I guess that's a female tank I guess that's what you call it I, I don't know I don't wear those Right? So she's rocking it right now <laughs> Peachy Moe's what it do, man? Like, I'm starting to show off, man, with our non-sponsor. I'm just going to keep it a buck, man. I I chilled this today. I put this in a little fridge. You know what I'm saying? And okay. Fears under the weather. We, you need to slip a couple of these inside of that tea you drink. Yeah, that's, that's what's in there. What's in there. There you go. <laughs> Hot toddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hot toddy. Yeah. Hot toddy. Yeah. 
you know, I almost started to fill up the glass and I was like, wait, that's not Kool-Aid. This is this is a this is whiskey. Let me keep that low. I thought I had ice in the glass and I didn't. So it was perceiving, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, I'm going to keep sipping this while we do our show. But man, I'm excited. You know that. So Apple's my favorite. I'm going to keep it a buck. Apple's Apple's my fave. That this salted caramel. You remember those brown caramel candies in the plastic wrappings? I don't know who made them. Brahms, I think. I don't know the brand. But that's what you used to eat on Sunday when your grandma used to give you those in the butterscotches. White cream in the middle? White cream in the middle, dog. Yeah, we there. We there. I'm just saying. That's the wave you're on. That's what the that's the wave I'm on right now. You know what I'm saying? Minus the cream, but it it feel, it feel good. You know what I'm saying? Look, we got a fun show for you guys tonight. I promise, man. We got all different segments, all right? And so the 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 mathematics to this show right here is I wanted everybody to do what they're great at doing, right? And that's what I that's what we love to do here at Nitty Gritty Niners. And so I'm trying to promote everybody's brand. I'm trying to promote everybody at the same damn time. And so Peachy's got her segment. Fair's got a new segment. We already know what Moe's knows. He's got his segment. And so I'm just going to sit back and click buttons tonight and either agree or disagree, yell, not yell. I'm trying not going to say no bad words. I said that in poor English, you already know. So I'll try my best to keep my mouth clean for all the kitties that be watching. I low-key have students watching, guys. I just want you to know. They just don't comment because they're not 49er fans. It, one told me today, he was like, Mr. Brown, I'll be watching your show. I was like, why don't you say that? Well, I don't want to get trashed. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. You don't have the balls yet. You know to, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he's not old enough to take it. <laughs> y'all, listen, y'all, in this comment section right here, y'all get the round of applause. Because y'all go ham, burger, and ch- cheeseburger macaroni on cats. So nobody, oh, Brock's. Thank you, Nana. Where you been, baby? I said Brahms. It was Brock's candy. Mm-hmm. Nana, we miss you, bro. Welcome back. So we got a great show for you, man. And we got we got to start the show off, guys, with what's going on, man. You know, like before we get into that matchup, man. Look, there's there's some news. There's some new news. San Francisco 49ers reported the 49ers have signed cornerback Buster. Is it Scrine or Sc- it's Green? A one year deal. A screen, not Scrine. It's green, I believe. Screen. If you say it's green, even though that's not how you spell screen, people are spelling your names the way words are supposed to be spelled. Like, I, I get it. I'd be different. But you replace the K with the H is shrine. I'm going to get kicked off my own show. I got you. But he's been signed to a one-year deal. The team also opened the injured reserve. Reserve practice when cornerback Devon Harris and defensive lineman tackle Maurice Hurst, a.k.a. Mo Hurst, a.k.a. Big Blue, a.k.a. I see you, baby. Welcome back. Let's go. Let's talk about these guys, man. Let's go ahead and break these guys down. All right, Buster, let, let's start with the guys coming back off injury reserve. And let's talk a little bit about Buster's screen. Only thing that that I really know about Buster Screen is that he was on the Cleveland Browns, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. He was there when Kyle was there, so I'm sure that that had a little bit to do with why he's here. Because apparently, Kyle's last year is when he came in. So Kyle is so you know synonymous with with going and getting players that he's familiar with or has friends that are familiar with you know whatever, so he can just get some information on them. He's very synonymous with that, as we know. So, all right. So you're saying screen, uh, join the club, 
Kyle's yes last year, so 2011 and Kyle. Did he move on to Houston after that, or or, or Washington? Kyle, One of um, Kyle uh, was with the Browns in 2014. Oh, okay. So it was like screens um, last year in Cleveland was also Kyle's. Like that was Kyle's um, uh, last year with the. With All right, here's here's something interesting, guys. Check this out. She plays all That's 16 true. games. He had 67, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. 67 total tackles, 55 solo tackles. I'm, I'm going off of 20, 2014. It's the last year there. Uh, 12 assisted tackles. He had four interceptions his last year as he got acclimated to the system. So after his rookie year, you know, his senior year on a team, the year where you become a vet, you know what I'm saying? He he, kind of – Mose, are those balling out numbers? I mean, or are those just the regular decent stats? I mean, to me, uh, that's just – regular stats i think he was in 2014 um he was the beneficiary of an offense that was able to move the ball pretty good um and then they did have other solid players on that defense so you know when kyle was there that they were able to move the ball pretty decently um so i think he was just a benefit of, of the system and the players around him did cleveland ever move the ball good I, i'm just i i, I had to, they did oh, okay all right I, i'm, I'm just yeah. 14, they were solid Okay, I don't even remember who played for them in twenty. Was that Brian Hoyersley here? That might have been Jason yeah. Campbell. Dang, um, I think in in twenty fourteen, if I'm not mistaken, because when Kyle was there, I remember that Hoyer was there, and it was also somebody else. I think Hoyer got hurt, if I'm not mistaken, or something like that. I think that the Browns was like winning, like I think they won like seven games in a row or something like that. And then the quarterback got hurt, and then it just went downhill from there. I All do, right. um, if I'm not mistaken, if I've got that right, I believe that that was the year when, when um, they had one quarterback, and then they had um, another one that came in. So that may have um, I I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure that when Kyle was there, that the Browns was on some kind of a run. It was on some kind of a really good run. And and uh, the quarterback got hurt, and then it just went to crap after that. Okay, so on that on that 2014 team, that was Brian Hoyer, and they also had Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel. That's yes, that's right. Okay, so some other notable players: uh, Travis Benjamin, who we know from being a 49er. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Gordon was on that team. That was before. Welcome back, Josh Gordon. He's back in the NFL, guys. He really is. He really is. Kansas City Chief. Um, And then again, that that defense was actually pretty good. They Mm had uh, Kwan Williams, a guy we know really well. Uh, Jabal Shear, Kiki Mingo, Desmond Bryant, Tashawn Gibson, uh, Christian Kirksey, Joe Hayden, Carlos Dansby, another Mm -hmm. player we know really well. Dante Whitner was on that team. Yep, that's Uh, right. That's right. Did he go there? He he went there after us. Yeah, I remember. He was with us in 2012. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so now now that I think about it, um, I think Hoyer uh, started out the year and was playing because they didn't want to play Manziel. And then Hoyer got hurt. And when he got hurt and Manziel took over, I believe that's when they, they kind of went down. If I'm not mistaken, that's what happened. I know that they were on some kind of an awesome streak before yeah, at, um, he at, got hurt. At, at one point in the season, they won three in a row. Right. I knew um, that it was something. I thought it was at least like six, seven games or something like that. They 
they were winning like um they had a really good record. Yeah, so their their last Absolutely. win that year was week 12. Right. And at that time they were 7 and 4. Yes. And then so, they lost yeah. five straight. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. So so they they did they did win seven. Yeah. I thought that they had won seven before Hoyer went down. Yeah. Well, Buster Screen is going to be a 49er. And here's the thing, man. If he's a 49er, that means somebody is no longer a Niner right now. Like, so we got to talk about, you know, K1. Just since you mentioned his name, he's out with the calf strain. He's going to be out for a couple of weeks. Uh, he's probably going to go to the IR. And that means he's going to be out, what, minimum three weeks, I believe, on the IR? Yep. Short-term IR. And so you're going to have this guy in. Uh, Fair, do you see this guy playing Buster Screen? Right now, is he good? If you listen to the presser, so Kyle Shanahan confuses me. But just before I talk about why he confuses me, do you think he's going to be playing this week uh, on the inside? Because he's an inside-outside guy. He plays both. But I think they brought him in because of the inside. But do you think he's going to play this week for the 49ers? I, I don't believe so, man. But I think that they just need depth pieces at this point. They just need to bring people in that can – Come in, and if something happens, God forbid, they could plug him in real quick. I mean, it looks like he he started three games last year uh, for the for the Bears, and you know, very familiar with Kyle as well. Even though he doesn't coach him on that side of the ball, but you know, we know how Kyle is, man. He stays loyal to the people that that he knows, and he tends to just they grab run. these guys that uh, are sitting on their couch and hanging out, mm -hmm. and uh, they just magically appear in 49ers gear one week, and yeah. It seems like the situation that's happening here. Let me ask you this question, guys. Are you fussed? Uh, like, all right, first of all, did you did did you want Richard Sherman? Let's go around the table. So we'll go Moe's Peachy uh fair. Did you want Richard Sherman back on this team? And 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 you don't have to explain why. It could just be yes or no. And if you say yes, then I'm gonna ask you a little bit more in depth. I say yeah. I mean, at this point, um he comes into the locker room already familiar with the system, already familiar with the scheme, already has the chemistry with the players, um, you know, with the other, you know, his brothers in that secondary. So it wouldn't be that hard for him to get acclimated. Now, we obviously know uh, Richard Sherman has never been a speed guy, so he lacks th that speed component to his game. But his football IQ is bar none. He steps right in and he's, you know, another leader on this team, a leader in that locker room a leader in that secondary. So with the situation that we were in, I absolutely felt like we should have been the first team on the phone uh, to get Richard Sherman back in our locker room. Peachy. Yes. And uh, I actually just, uh, the only thing I would like to add to Moe's because he did a great job kind of uh, giving my explanation. Uh, you guys know how I feel about mentorship. I feel like that it would have been great for these rookies to 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 have Sherm to mentor to them. I feel like that these rookies would have have felt more, I guess, inclusive because apparently since there's some things or whatever on um, Reddit, they're saying that Ambry's not exactly feeling that welcome, I guess, or whatever what's going on. So if you have a guy like Sherm, Sherm tends to bring everyone in together. So whatever you know outside problem that may or may not, you know, true or untrue, whatever that's going on. I just believe that we, that we're really missing that cohesiveness with that secondary with Sherm being gone. The, the secondary just seemed to be so close and, and together and everything chemistry was great and everything whenever Uncle Sherm was here. So I, I really wish that 
yeah, I do wish that we could have brought him. Ding for you and a ding for Moe's, man. You guys are talking fair. I, I would love to hear your thoughts on Richard Sherman. Yeah, I agree. I, I definitely would like to have Sherman in the building um, just to kind of go off what Moe's and Peachy said. Uh, definitely helps with the young guys. Uh, I, I know the, one of the biggest issues that they had was uh, when they bought in uh, Norman, that price for Sherman was a little bit out of the range now. You know what I mean? They weren't going to be able to pay that Sherman money. So he went to where he can get a little bit better bag, and I, I respect that, man. But I just definitely think he would have hit the ground running if he came here. We wouldn't have to worry about doing too much to, to bring him up to speed. He'll jump right on the field and immediately make our secondary at least a little bit better compared to the, some of the guys that I think we're bringing in right now. That's weird, yo, because I, I agree with all three of you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I definitely agree with you. You guys know I'm a big Sherman guy. Um, and and I've I've accepted the fact the fact that Mo said you, you said he's never been a speed guy. So I, I knew that wasn't him. And so certain quarterbacks and certain wide receivers will take advantage of that. But not every quarterback takes advantage right. of that. Notice the quarterbacks that took advantage of that. Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. There's no other times y'all can tell me Sherman got burnt. And on some of those plays, I really feel like he thought he had help over the top. And so there was miscommunication. We had Tavares Moore back there who don't know how to play safety. I don't care which I say. He just don't know how to play it. He could play dime and be that extra linebacker of safety on the field, and he just has one role. But when he's back there, has multiple uh, uh, jobs to do, he struggles. You know what I'm saying? Not a, not a knock on him. He's just not that dude yet. You know what I'm saying? That's why I kept saying we get tart back, our secondary improves if they stay healthy, but now secondary is depleted, and so our safeties can't do everything. Unfortunately, Jimmy Ward might have to go play cornerback, and he said in his presser, what well, they asked me to do, you know what I'm saying? I mean, to that, I'll have to go do it. You know what I mean? So maybe Jimmy to see corner, who knows? Um, and then you put, you know, maybe I don't know. I don't know. Because you know who I haven't seen this year? Or haven't even heard his name? Can you tell me if Tavon Wilson is still on his team? And if oh, so, does he dress yes. does he dress something? Yes. Dude, the faces That's that just made just made me realize yeah. that I don't even know who Tavon is because last time I made the roster, right? Yeah. Okay. Legend. I'm just asking. That's another definitely, one. Definitely right. took a 53 man <laughs> roster spot, and D'Amico Ryan's was bigging him up this off season. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. It. It. Yeah. We. We. And, we and so, maybe we can get into it later, but like what you said, Breezy, I agree with you. A lot of stuff that's coming from these coaches is is really confusing, mm-hmm. and it's not at. Two plus two is not equal in four. When Kyle speaks, right. when D'Amico speaks, when McDaniel speaks, like stuff not adding up. How is how are you raving about Tavon Wilson? He gets a little injury that's not season ending. He didn't have to go on IR for, but you get Tart back. And uh, listen, I love Tart. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Tart, but like there's no consideration of throwing him in, or I, we don't see him at all when he has such an outstanding camp. Yeah, I, and and so I brought up Richard Sherman because he obviously he's a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. So somebody said, "Hey, we're gonna take a shot on this old guy, burnt 
by wide receivers because I, I, clearly they don't believe that that's his style, right? But every 49er fan does because they saw it happen a couple of times. You know, Arizona game, Christian Kirk, I believe, put the – actually, I thought Christian Kirk put the move on – uh, Emmanuel mostly, but I could be wrong. But maybe Richard Sherman got burnt too. You know what I'm saying? Remember, Emmanuel mostly thought he was going to be able to intercept the pass, and he was right under it. And then Christian Kirk goes down the field for like an 81 yard game. I know we remember it, but we don't want to remember it the way we want to remember it. But I get it. Sherman's not a 49er, right? And so I brought that up because if you listen to Kyle's pressers today, he they asked him about that. And they were adamant on trying to get him, but the 49ers were snoozing. And you know, what's that old cliche, man? You snooze, you lose. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They were snoozing. They kept saying, Kyle said, John Lynch was be- has been in contact with Richard Sherman the whole time, more than he has. And then Kyle Shanahan said, you know, we were just waiting for the right opportunity. And it's unfortunate that the right opportunity just happened to be Tampa because at the time, you know, we're looking for inside, outside guys, and he's just an outside guy. And I'm just like, but he's better than everybody on our squad right now. Yeah, and Josh Norman isn't inside, outside. No. Josh Norman is an outside corner. I, I don't get it. Like, that's why I'm saying the two plus two is not adding up. And, and bringing in Sherm also easily pushes Demo inside if you need him. So yes, yeah, I don't, I don't get that either. I don't get yeah. that. I, I get it. I get it. They didn't make a trade for C.J. Henderson. They don't mm-hmm. like so. So yeah. we're gonna have to deal. We're gonna, have to, we're gonna <laughs> yeah, have that was to one. Live, we're gonna have to live with um, Dante Johnson, <laughs> Drake, Drake Kirkpatrick. If Josh Norman can get healthy, we should be all right. If Josh Norman is healthy to go on Sunday, he should be starting, hands down. Indeed. Like, he, he'll be starting, and he better be on DK Metcalf, white on rice, flies on dookie. Whatever your analogy is, that's what he – he will be that guy. I don't expect DK to get the best out of Josh Norman. Josh Norman, the reason why they brought him in is because he's a physical guy. That's all he plays. That's why he gets called for ticky-tacky, hands-on fouls. He's physical. But I'm thinking two physical guys, refs got to really figure out how they're going to call that game. So I'm praying that he's no longer coughing up blood. I'm praying he passes all those tests because we need him to start. If not, if not, this is where the the Buster screen signing comes into place. And so I think you want Lenore outside because he struggled inside last week, guys. First play he came in, he had to follow. They lined um, – they lined – he was playing man coverage on goal line, and they lined Devontae Adams up on the outside. Devontae Adams moves, and he follows Devontae into the slot, and Devontae put the ookie jookie dookie bookies on him and then scored a touchdown. But that's – you expect that. To that's a vet versus a rookie. Like, I'm not mad at him for that happening. I'm just saying he's he's going to be a liability on the inside okay. depending on the matchup. I don't want Tyler Lockett on him. No, it's I'd not – DK right and it and it's also not just that he was on a vet he was on Devontae Adams yeah he's one of the best receivers in the National Football League he's the best receiver I, I, in the I NFL. felt so bad for him Arguably. I felt so bad for him like wow yeah. that was, I, just, I, just wasn't fair I, I, have a, I have a different take on it because Please, bro. um 
I didn't I didn't feel bad for him. I felt like that was his welcome to the NFL moment. That's um, but did we not say you, this? If you if you look at the route, honestly, I think there would have been a few second, third, fourth year Dang, he was about to go that would have got burnt on that play. We missed because the whole first we missed the whole first part of that joint. You froze up. Am I froze now? No, 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 no. We just you can say it again. Okay, so um, I think that was his coming to the NFL moment. Uh, but I think second, third, fourth, fifth year corners would have got beat on that play. Because if you look at the, I think the route was set up to confuse the defense. Absolutely. Because, because they knew him shifting inside would uh, force the defense to shift. Yep. And then he act like he ran, he was going inside and then immediately broke out. Mm-hmm. And then there was the pick that was underneath it. So I, even if Demore was a demo was a vet, Un- unless you're like Stefan Gilmore, Richard Sherman vet, like I, I, I'm sure there would have been other guys who would have got killed on that route the same way because I've never seen designed. that before, y'all. Did you? They, they they me either. Play. No, no, no. Me they ran either. that same play in the playoffs. Green Bay did last year. They ran that same exact play with with the same exact player. He goes halfway down the line and comes right back as soon as they hike it. Well, clearly, I didn't watch the playoffs because we weren't in it, so I didn't see yeah. that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that you, bro, exactly. I, I've never seen that, man. Shout out to my brother. Yeah, that was, I, I agree with you. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Fair, 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 fair was on that all twenty-two, but yeah, yeah, that was the first time I seen anything like that. That's, that joke like, was wow. They designed it. That, that was master, master peaceful. That was some mm-hmm. Michelangelo, Leonardo, Donatello, Raphael. That and was see, that was. You rarely see that because not too many guys can run routes like Devontae Adams. Right. Like, I, I would never Adams, see. Devontae Adams could run that. That's what Maybe people say. Allen could run that. Yeah, that, like, but right. There's not a lot of guys that's not run a, that's that not a, like that. That's not a, a, a Hopkins play. You get what right. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why I said that Devontae Adams is the best wide receiver in the <laughs> NFL because he runs routes the bull and can beat you deep and can get open. Like, he just, it, it's, it, I love Hopkins. Yeah, yeah, 50 50. You do. Oh, yeah. He's strong. Yeah. He's big. He doesn't mm-hmm. even look big, but he's big. I, I, they show, after he got up after taking that hit, I was like, this dude is pretty big. Like, damn. Yeah. Uh, let's read Callie's contribution. PC, you got it, baby. Thank you, Thank you for your contribution. You had the, I love Lynch, but it's pure negligence on him for not making cornerback a higher priority in the draft. We knew we would be in trouble if JB went down. You are absolutely correct, Callie. I 100% agree with you on this, which is what all my bitching and moaning came from because I knew that we needed to do that. And I know I'm going to harp on this again, but 49ers had the cornerback right there in the grasp and didn't do it. And now you know that they regret it because now they're going through all this stuff and they wouldn't be, they wouldn't be going through all that. You ever watch that show Around the Horn? I'm on it right now, dog. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Listen, Callie. And ASJ got two picks this year so far, too. Uh, dirty uh, picks. He just looks so awesome, I think. You, here, you know what, guys? I'm going to say this. And I'm going to say this for the last freaking time. That Kyle Shanahan runs this team. Yeah. Yeah, John Lynch is just the face of the of the, of the team. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that goes out and does the the interviews. And all yeah, that. Kyle don't want to do that. Kyle knows he has to have that obligation to do it, he, so he's going to be out there. But John likes speaking into the camera. He likes speaking. You can listen to him. 
But John ain't running. John ain't making no decisions, man. And I know this for a fact because if I'm a defensive-minded general manager and I've won a Super Bowl with the Tampa mm-hmm. Bay Buccaneers, did he win one with Denver too? It doesn't matter. He played with John Elway. I felt like he did win one with Denver. Wasn't he there with – yeah. Elway and Terrell Davis, right? Let's double-check. All right, you got that. All I'm saying is he has championship pedigree and he played football at the highest level. Back when you play back, he was probably like the last layer of the the, the hard-hitting safeties. I mean, you got Hitner and all them. They came up from under that cloth. But after the Hitner era, that safety position changed. Even Ed Reed wasn't as hard of a hitter. He was more of a ball hawk guy. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, Earl Thomas hit hard, right? But that's it. We're done. We're moving on from that. You got to play safety totally different. Like you see, they was they was moaning and complaining and about the Jimmy Ward hit. And mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Jimmy Ward is the clown. Like this dude said, well, I thought I, I thought I hit him pretty well. <laughs> I'm like, you can't say that, bro. But he he did. He felt like the hit was legal. And it was. I went back and watched it. Was. It was to the he chest. Did. I thought it was to the head. It was to the chest. Clean. That was clean. Eric, Eric Davis cracked me up because he, he got so much flack on Twitter because, you know, he old school because he played in the era where, you know, you just didn't come across the middle that you were afraid okay. to come across the middle. And that's pretty much what he said. He was like, well, other teacher for coming across the middle. Thank you. Like, it was, um, the hit was fine. Thank you for correcting <laughs> me out there. So John Lynch was in the era after Elway. After, yep. So yeah. he didn't win the championships with um, Coach Shanahan. But he came from a championship pedigree. He did win in Tampa. Y'all can't tell me he didn't win in Tampa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And all them That's dudes. I, that one I know. All yeah. I know is John Lynch was a hard-hitting safety. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if I'm that guy, the f- number one position I would know how to scout is safety. There's no reason why Jer- Darren James shouldn't be a 49er. There's oh, no reason why. Uh, and I know Malik <laughs> hear, hear me out. I know Malik Hooker had a string of injuries, but there's no way these guys mm-hmm. should have been drafted right. to the 49ers if John Lynch is. Why is John Lynch drafting D-line. Solomon Thomas and passing up on God bless you? I'd rather him had took a reach on one of those guys. Right. Who yeah. are who have had injuries. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Yes, guys, please hit that like button. And we got another super chat from my man, Terry. The next two weeks, the offense will get harder and harder to stop. From DK, Lockett, to Hopkins, Green, Kirk. Oh, my God, I forgot they got Rondell Moore. (laughs) Is Rondell Moore the number one receiver in yards right now? Somebody look that up for us. Like in the league? Yo, real talk. Yes, you, Cooper, you, Cooper, Cooper Cup is number one in oh, the league. Oh, so Cooper Cup. Either way, they're from the West. I bet you Rondell Moore in the top five, though. Look it up. It should be. No, he only had one game where he went off. Just look it up. I feel like I feel like he's up there, maybe in Yak or something. He's he's high in something. Rondell Moore is balling out. He received, He leads the receivers in Yak yards. What I say? Yak, yeah, yeah. So top five is Cooper Cup. Um, Debo too. Let me go by yards. Go by yards. Debo. Debo Samuel, Brandon Cooks, Tyler Lockett, Devontae Adams. I'm just gonna say this That's one more time, Mose. I know you know. I know you know. I know you know. No, I'm never ever 
benching Brandon Cooks in my for the rest of my life. Like he's the only guy that can keep my fantasy football alive, and he plays for this damn Houston Texans. Like, I know exactly. I benched him because you said to bench him that week because it was a bad matchup, which it was. Mm-hmm. But good guys, good receivers find a way to make plays, and Brandon Cooks is that guy. Shout out to Freddie Gonzalez, man. Thank you so much for the super chat. Fair, you go ahead and take that one, dog. Do you guys have hope we will win this division? I, I, I only live good on hope. Division? My hope is built Yikes. on nothing less, less. Oh, come on, than Jesus' <laughs> blood and, and righteousness. righteousness. I dare not trust the That's sweetest frame. Come on, guys. I got to learn how to end. <laughs> We're called the faithful, and so I'm going to have hope. That doesn't mean it's going to happen. I'm just going to have hope, okay? That, that's all. I'm leaving it there. Y'all can take it. I'm just going to have hope. I think we'll know no, a I lot mean, more off these next two weeks. Sorry to cut you, most. Um, no, yeah, I think, we'll know, I think we'll know a lot more after these next two weeks, man. Yeah. This, You're right about this that. going to solidify where we really stand. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. What happened yeah, to I mean, us? listen, it's early. It's early. Early, but it's a scary only, early, bro. We only we only three weeks in, but but we talked about this at the beginning of the season that this is the toughest stretch in our right. schedule, right? And then the only real tough game right. that we have after this, you're right, are the Rams. Yeah, here here's the thing: we <laughs> all knew that the NFC West was the best, and they're showing it. Peachy, I know you. I know they. I know to you they're trash. I know it. I know it. And it's not hating. You're really watching them, and they're playing different this year. And I get it. But they got Russell Wilson still, and it's not about how you start; it's how you finish. Mm-hmm. And I, the NFC West. Oh, I'm glad you said that. Well, well, <laughs> well, so it's like I want. I all right. We're gonna talk about Jimmy in a little bit. I believe in Jimmy. I have hope, excuse me. I have hope in Jimmy. Like I believe he can do some things. But somehow some way he's got to figure some things out. You know what I mean? Like he's got to he's got to balls. But I tell you what, if we get sponsored by, you know, one of those shaving companies, we'll say balls all day. All right? So we'll say nards for right now. <laughs> And if you don't know Nards, go back to the 80s and, and Wolfman has Nards. Go back to the 80s. You'll know exactly what we're talking about. But hear me out, yo. Jimmy, in my opinion, today grew a pair of Nards. Because if you listen to the presser, he kind of threw his coach under the bus. That does not mean he's going to get benched. But he came on after Kyle. So I don't know what happened. We can only hope. I, do, you, do, you, do you have the clip? Brother. The clip is about to play. They, I have guys when we line when we work stuff out on this show, it's in sequential order. <laughs> but subject due to change to the Holy Spirit. All right, here we go. Let me see if this is the right clip. Holy Spirit changes. No, I mean I, <laughs> I just go with the play that's given. You know, uh, I think we've stretched them pretty well. Uh, you know, in some different aspects, but just uh, whatever play is called, I'll, I'll go out there and execute it. So basically, Jimmy, do you need to hear it again before I break this down? No, nah, go ahead. Break that down. All right. So basically, Jimmy Garoppolo just said that I go out. He laughed first. <laughs> I go out there 
and do what I'm told. I'm paraphrasing it, but if you listen to what he's saying, I just run the play that's called. It puts the lotion on the skin. It does what it's told. <laughs> I'm going to leave it there. Or else it gets the hose again. I want to hear Peachy <laughs> first. I want to hear Pierce second and Moe's bring this home because Kyle Shanahan says something different in a way. Like mm-hmm. he believes in Jimmy. Jimmy's his guy. But Jimmy, all right, I want you to break it down and then tell me and conclude with, did, did Jimmy kind of throw Kyle under the bus? Go ahead, Peachy. <laughs> I knew you was going to call me first. <laughs> I think that he threw him under the bus, but I also think that it just shows more of what I said is that Jimmy is just a freaking puppet out there while he's playing quarterback. I'm just saying, like he's a puppet playing quarterback. And since I have the world mad at me anyway, then I'm just going to just put it all out there and I'm just going to let you know that that's what he is. He's basically a freaking puppet at this point because you pretty much admitted, I'll just do exactly what I'm told. You know who else did that? Jared Goff. Look where he is now. And he he took the puppet off of Jared in Detroit. I don't know if y'all noticed that. They took the strings yeah. away. Yeah. But but my whole thing is is that you, you know, you still, you are a vet. You've been in this league for a long time. I don't care how long you've been a starter. I don't care about that. You have common sense. You are intelligent enough to, to be one of the 32 starting quarterbacks in this National Football League, which means that if a play looks crazy, then you need to be able to improvise to do something else. Like, there's no reason why you can't show that enough out there to be able to do that. So I think that even though, yeah, it did sound like he was a little bit because maybe he doesn't agree with everything that his coach says. But you know what you can do? Change the play while you're out there. You don't know enough by now to be able to do that because I thought that this quarterback being under Tom Brady – one of the reasons why the 49ers got, you know, got him in the first place was because of all of his intellect. So where is that? Where's that judgment? Where's, where's that to realize, you know, even though Kyle says this, well, this defense is showing me this. So maybe I need to do this. That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. And that's one of my biggest pet peeves with him, again, is his decision making. I don't understand why he doesn't have that. Are you talking about Jimmy or Kyle? I'm talking about Jimmy. Okay. I'm talking about him not making his own decisions okay. when the defense shows a different coverage than what Kyle, you know, what Kyle thinks that they're going to do. Because when they line up out there and they get ready to do a play, Kyle goes in the play, then the defense flips, you know, to, to, to something else because right. they're so well disguised. Jimmy's got to be able to, to change that. Guess like, what? On the spot. Guess what, though? Jimmy spoke about that, too. He said, when we come out there, we run scout teams. Shout out to the scout teams. We run plays, and then they come out in something we've never seen before. Jimmy gets rattled real quick. Real quick. That's, That's what new. happened to him in Philly. That is maybe it. All right, let me change it up because I don't want everybody to say the same thing. So, Fair, here's your question. Do you think this is why Kyle Shanahan has the strings on Jimmy then? 
because he he can't diagnose certain things. You get paid a lot of money to have can't in your vocabulary. You shouldn't have that in your vocabulary <laughs> for the amount of money you make. Let me yes. tell you, I coach, I coach youth football, right? I coach youth football. And my quarterback, who's 11 years old, can audible at the line. Love it. <laughs> he can audible at the line. He'll look over to me and I throw a sign and he knows we're changing the play at the line because they got eight guys in the box and I need to take advantage <laughs> of a quick out or a quick slant on the outside. Like you are making a lot of money to be able to have that flexibility. Just do it. Kyle gonna get mad, but I get bet you if it's a first down, he ain't gonna say nothing. Nah. Just Take like advantage of what's available to you. Why are you just running what's called? I just because it's you... set up that way. Like, look, like, oh, I, I get frustrated, man. I we gotta keep track of the guys. dings at the end of the show. I really yeah. like the dings <laughs> right now. No, let me tell you how you preaching, and then Mo's, you know, you gotta close it out. Yeah, let me tell you how you preaching. I I didn't hear Kyle Shanahan say one negative thing about Debo Samuel even though he was lined up on the wrong side of that play where he caught that pass and ran for 80-something plus yards or whatever the yards, I just can't remember off the top of my head, mm -hmm. right? But that was wrong. Debo was right. wrong. If it wasn't for Trent Shearfield, Jimmy might not have been able to get that ball where it needed to go because Jimmy, because Trent changed his route because he's the vet or the savvy vet. Savvy vets mean they know when to do when they need to mm -hmm. do. That's what Richard Sherman would have been for us. But... um. So on that, I haven't heard Kyle. Now, that does not mean that Kyle Shanahan wasn't pissed off because we did see the decline in Debo Samuel's play. He didn't get it. Even though he had more snaps, he didn't get as many targets in this game. Now, that could be because of the defense or it could be game plan and design. Mose, I'm learning from you. It could be game design. You know what I'm saying? Mose, I mean, all right, Mose, here's my question to you. Is Kyle Shanahan full of yeah, one we know he's full of it, but let's let's get back to this this Jimmy thing, and I'm, okay. I'm gonna close it out with this. Okay. And I see this Cal this comment from Cali. I'm gonna pop it up here real quick. Uh, he says, "To be fair, when Jimmy is given the plays from Kyle, he's given two plays. Jimmy has the power to change the call the called play, which is what you hear when Jimmy yells kill. He's actually changing the play. This is true, but this is also misleading, Cali, and you know this. When he's yelling kill, all he's doing is checking to a run." Mm -hmm. To me, that's not changing the play. That's mm -hmm. the check. When 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 Peyton Manning yelled Omaha, he was changing the pass play. Correct. When Tom Brady's in the shotgun and he walks up to the line and he calls out something else and he tells Grant to, to motion and he tells this guy to get here, that's because he sees something in the defense. He knows where the opening is going to be. And that he's zone. manipulating that those zones and those coverages to hit that wide open guy. Checking down to a run is not changing the play. Let's let's be real about it. Just checking to a run, yelling kill, 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 and just going to a handoff because the numbers in the box are more favorable for a run. That's not changing the play on the fly. Like Breezy mentioned, what Trent Sherfield did, that was changing the play on the fly. Debo wronged up lined up in the wrong spot, but because they know what what the route is supposed to be Debo was like I'm here I can't move now I'm gonna just run the route on this side and he looked at Trent Trent looked at him and he was like okay they didn't even have to say anything 
Trent said, okay, let me adjust my route because I don't want to run into Debo. That's just, that's being a football player. We talked about it last week. We talked about it on Monday. That's being a football player, knowing Mm -hmm. what you see on the field, knowing what the defense is giving you and making changes so that you can be successful. Obviously you want to complete a pass. You want to gain yards. You want to be able to cheer and get into the end zone. So do what you need to do to do that. Last thing I'm going to say on this subject. Oh, please don't forget. Because please don't forget. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Last thing I'm going to say on this subject, because I disagree with you. I don't think Jimmy had balls to say what he said. I think that was a, a, a cop out for Jimmy. Oh, I just run the play that's called. I just run the play that's called. But here's how you gain the ability. I, fair, I just met you Wednesday. Do you have children, sir? Yes. Okay. Everybody here is a parent. And we've all been kids before. Mm-hmm. How do you gain more responsibility? By showing your parent that you are responsible. There you go. Mm-hmm. If you if you prove that you can do be responsible in one thing and do what you're supposed to do, They'll give then you, you more. get added responsibility you get added freedoms you get added luxuries because you've shown that you are able to handle it that you won't be irresponsible with the freedoms with the responsibilities that you're given so yeah you wouldn't be able to stand up there at that podium and say oh i just run the play that's called if you play football and act like a quarterback and when you see something change it this is why when we drafted trey lance kyle shanahan said i need a player who can communicate to me yes, what I'm exactly. on the field. Mm-hmm. That was a slight at Jimmy. Yes, absolutely. I, I, don't, I don't know why people didn't understand it. That was a slight mm-hmm. at Jimmy. That's saying the person that I have right now, he is not able is to effectively it. communicate right. what he is seeing when he comes to the sideline. So if he can't communicate it to me when he comes to the sideline, then I know he's probably not understanding it in the game. Yeah. I'm I'm going on a rant. I'm sorry. My no, man, that's high. that's the crown apple. That's the crown royal talking. <laughs> I love it, man. Keep sipping. Here's my thing, though. Trent Sherfield had two snaps in that game mm-hmm. because he changed his play. I don't know if that's why. Look, we can't put stuff past Kyle Shanahan because he's petty. You know what? And you know what? I can't if if Kyle Shanahan was on this podcast right now, right now, and we were able to ask him that question, uh-huh. I wouldn't trust that his answer was 100%. I no, do be. you know why? Because why? this mother sucker, like Breezy likes to say all the time without <laughs> saying a bad word. Try to keep it clean. Says that he don't even, that he didn't even realize like that, that, that oh. wasn't the game plan. Where he's going to take, like, he's going to, like, throw Walker under the bus. Like, that wasn't the game plan. So, I had no idea. Under the bus. So, 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 yeah. He apparently doesn't know, you know, like, anything anymore. For some reason, Mr. I know everything is going on with my team, especially my offense. Now, he doesn't know anything. It's weird, though. I... I, I'm coming to the conclusion that I'm going to learn how to not believe the words that just come out of his mouth right. and just rock or whatever goes right. down. But then I need okay. y'all out there to stop getting on my getting on my goddamn nerves about the stuff that I'm saying because I'm only going off of what I hear, what I see, what I feel. Like, come on, guys. Like, we're not – I don't want to talk about Jimmy Garoppolo versus Trey Lance, but until Jimmy's gone or Trey is gone, that's what we're going to have to talk about because you guys see it. You're seeing it. You're, you're seeing a guy struggle, but then you see a guy finish, and then you're like, oh, well, he finished the game well. I get it. 
but the defense has changed also. If the defense has wanted to stay eight in the box, Jimmy Garoppolo wouldn't have been able to do anything. Anything. Can, can, can I ask everybody here a question real quick? You never have to ask something, him. You ask a question. Something that I saw. Right now, better team, San Francisco 49ers or the Minnesota Vikings? The Vikings. Minnesota. Yeah. A right better now, team? I'm, I'm right, a on, better on paper, team. playing better. On paper. Oh, no, no, no. Not, oh, no. Like not. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. We are not going to dismiss the Minnesota Vikings on paper because they got weapons. Let's talk about the offense. Their receivers, Thylan, uh, Justin Jefferson, and I don't care about the third one. We only care about our two. Who's better? We're not. Don't break it down. We, I'm talking about as a whole. Yeah, the Vikings Even, offense got, versus our got, offense. But we got to break it down. We got their defense is legit. They older, but they legit, right? They who's got, on their de- who's on their defense besides Eric Kendricks and Daniel Hunter? They mm-hmm. don't they got the safety. What's the junior name? Uh, Winfield. Harris, he's there. Harrison Smith. No, Winfield Junior. He's a uh, a uh, Tampa Bay. He's in Tampa. All right, so His they daddy got, played for them. Okay, so they got they got Harrison Smith still. He's still playing, like not elite, but he's still out there balling. The cats ain't trying to throw around to him. They they got they got who they got on their line. What's that big dude they got on their line? The edge rusher or their defensive tackle? Excuse me. They got man. who? They're young. They're young on defense. They yeah, got they, they got we're they can't be younger than us. Well, <laughs> they, they got some young. They got some some heavy hitters on D, bro. They got a pass. I say I say that to say, I think at, we have a better team. Okay, that's fair. And if we if we had better quarterback play, yes, thank it would you. look different. But then how? And, we I, got, and I and I bring that up how, to say how, how much do, us, how much do you factor in the quarterback play to make the I team factor, better? I factor because I factor in a lot because because uh, their quarterback Kirk Cousins is ten times better than Jimmy Garoppolo. And that's my that is that is my point, and that's okay. what I'm getting to. Okay, my bad. I'm shut up because a, a lot of faithful was like, "Oh, we don't want Kirk Cousins. We don't want Kirk." Cousins. Oh, you better talk about it on this show. We don't. We don't want Kirk Cousins. Nobody wants Kirk. Let me let me read you. Let me read you Jimmy G stats. Sixty-seven point four completion percentage, seven hundred and sixty yards, four touchdowns, one interception, eight eight yards a pass. Kirk Cousins. 73.9 completion percentage, 918 yards, eight touchdowns, no interceptions. If we had that stat line right now from our quarterback, we would be 3-0, and and, and we wouldn't even be having this conversation. It's crazy we're 2-1 and having this conversation. We're 2-1 two and, two and one but, with the team that we have having this conversation, but here, and they're 1-2, and two, and he, Kirk Cousins right now, if you had to end the season, would he be in the MVP conversation? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. But but they're 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 not one and two because of their offense or defense. They're one and two because their kicker can't make field goals. Exactly. Because they should they should have beat they Arizona. Should be, they like should be they, three and zero. They were still goal kicking from Arizona as a team. I know you're together. right. You're right. They're missing that special if teams you, piece. If you sub if you sub in Rob, uh, Robbie Gold for their kicker. They'd be three and zero. They'd be three and zero. They'd be three and zero. He makes both of those kicks, and they beat the Bengals, and they beat. They beat um the the car. They'd be three and zero. They beat the breaks off a. They beat the breaks off a Seattle without Delvin Cook, man. Without Delvin Cook, Delvin didn't play at all. And and so that's something that we really gotta discuss because we have no name running backs. 
Okay. <laughs> so when I say no name runner, these are the running backs from like the Dollar General, right? We don't got like, you know what I'm oh, saying? Don't do that. All right. It's, I'm just saying they're no name. Do- Dollar General, <laughs> you can't name a brand in Dollar General. I mean, you drafted Eliza Mitchell, what, in the fifth, sixth round, right? And then you got guys you picked up off the, 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 the Whole Foods restaurant line or something like that. These guys ain't been playing football in a minute. They're, they come in, they they do what they do. We don't see them. We don't. They don't play. Man, let's let's. You know what? You know what? You trying to you trying to slight you trying to slight Peachy's Ohio State guy. Don't do that to Peachy. I'm not. No. <laughs> I, so I didn't even I didn't even want to factor him. I, I I'm trying to. It's clear that Kyle doesn't trust his running backs, right? Yeah, for sure. He Kyle. It's clear Kyle don't trust nobody but nobody. himself. Apparently, Kyle needs to put the goddamn pads on and go out there. And just and go you. out there, right? right. Right. He need to be the quarterback. He need to be the running back. He, he clearly can throw better than Jimmy. He can hit pizza ovens from off tops of roofs. Right. That's accurate. So, yes, exactly. So um, I have one thing to, to, to say before we get off of this topic. Do you guys remember in the offseason, what was the one thing that Kyle had said impressed him so much about um, the the – the time that Garoppolo has spent here, what he did. Did he not say that he felt like that by now that he had almost mastered that playbook? So if you have, if you know this playbook, and that means that if you go out there and your coach gives you these plays and two or whatever it is, it doesn't matter. And you know enough about this now and you got the little stupid thing that you're looking at on your arm or whatever. It's got to have more than just two on it. You mean to tell me that you can't go down through there, you know, I'm the defense, I'm what you see, listening to what Mac or whoever is trying to, you know, give you direction and you have all this help out there. And you mean to tell me that you still walk into so much crazy stuff. It's, 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 it's maddening. It's, it's very maddening. It's because he's walking into stuff that he doesn't recognize. Do you understand that? Like Jimmy. That's my whole point. That's not a point. He, they're, they're not practicing eight in the box. And if they did, Jimmy probably wouldn't make it out of camp or out of practice. He'd be killed. Not He'd be dead, which is what we want. But that's what, what happened. Like, we, you know what I'm saying? Like, Jimmy right, wouldn't that's make a, it. That's a good point, so yeah. They play, they play defenses that other teams would run. Maybe they didn't need to start practicing the eight in the box. <laughs> because clearly that's Jimmy's kryptonite because there's nothing he can do. He's not challenging you deep because, according to Jimmy, he's running the play call that Kyle Shanahan is running. And so on that interception pass, that's a predetermined throw. Mm-hmm. Kyle said, throw it. He should be open. You throw it to him. It's going to be George Kittle matched up on a linebacker. You throw it. You, I don't care. You throw it. You throw it. Jimmy said, okay. All of a sudden, here comes here comes Jair Alexander. Because like you said, Moe's on the last show, whoever was on that outside route ain't running deep enough. And so mm-hmm. was like, oh, you shallow? Cool, no problem. I'm exactly. Gonna, I'm going <laughs> to. But I got the speed to catch up. Why? Because Jimmy's balls ain't got no velocity. Right. That, that, ball, right. Like 90, that ball had more hang time than Mitch Wisnowski. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so Jair, like, he had plenty of time to see where the ball was going. Like, he I don't knew. Think- I don't exactly think the play right. was the problem. I think the arm was the problem. Because if That's Ray throws that same yeah. ball, that thing is going to get there a lot quicker. Kittle had separation at the beginning of the route. Jimmy waits too long. He yes. has to see somebody yeah. open before he throws the yeah. ball. Exactly. He doesn't anticipate anything. Yeah. 
But see, he that's can't what's... anticipate what's gonna freaking happen when he wakes up. He don't know that his eyes are gonna open after he wakes up. He can't anticipate anything. No, we can't. He we can't. can't say he that. can't anticipate a green light after sitting at a red light. But <laughs> man, no, he's, the, he's the person that's still sitting at the green light. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah, the green light. I'm and, my and horn. Behind him, got a got a honk yeah, your horn I, so he can go. Yeah, I don't trust him, man. I wouldn't let him walk my dog across the street. But I here's the thing. I don't care. Fair. Peachy Moe's, here's the thing. We watched him throw anticipation throws. Pause. He had Emmanuel Sanders. Y'all can't tell me he wasn't just closing his eyes and throwing it in the mid, and it was there. Y'all can't tell me y'all didn't watch that. But yeah. you know what? It probably wasn't Jimmy. That was probably Emmanuel Sanders. After a couple of practices, with it him, was Emmanuel Sanders. Was probably like Jimmy, just throw the ball, that. bro. Well, then if you if 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 Kyle calls this play. And I'm the number one option. I'm going to be at throw that the spot. ball. If my head is not around, don't worry about it. I'm I'm I've right. been in this long there. enough. Mm -hmm. I've played with better quarterbacks than you, even though he probably didn't say that to him. But he probably said, "Jimmy, trust me. Just let the ball go. I got you." Damn. That even was in, what was that? that? Was what was that? that in was the more Cardinals e man than it was Jimmy. Was I, it was it the Cardinals like, game or was it the Saints game where? Um, the ball, the ball was completely like underthrown. Oh, like Sanders had to come back was, so he could sorry, get it. Sorry, Pete. That was every game. <laughs> but every game, the ball's under. That was that was the one. Even um, in twenty twenty one, the ball yeah. was underthrown, and Debo got to go and catch it. Yeah. All all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, <sighs> I get the predetermined. I get the pre-scripted plays. I get it. I get it. He pointed out Ross Dwelly was wide open and there was nobody in front of him. There was nobody. And that's not even a check down. That's just an underneath route with guys playing over the top coverage. Everybody was deep. All the linebackers was on George Kittle. Why? Because he's George freaking Kittle. And it's going to take about six guys to bring him down if he catches his ball in stride. So then why doesn't Jimmy just say, hey, I'm just going to throw. I'm, this is I'm not promoting Trey Vance. I'm trying to understand our starting quarterback. Mm -hmm. I have a clip that lets me know. Speaking of that, check this out. So Matt Miyoko reported that Kyle Shanahan said there is no quarterback battle. We're going with our starting quarterback right now. He said Shanahan said he believes that Jimmy Garoppolo is playing well, I got two clips from from Shanahan. Let's play one of them right now. Um, I mean, those because Trey's our backup quarterback. I mean, this isn't the preseason. We're not just going back and forth all the time. I mean, Trey goes in for specific plays or things we want to do. Trey's week in and week out. He's. I mean, he gets better each week. The more reps he gets on scout team and stuff like that. But um, there's not a big decision going into that each week. Or if, we put in a game plan for our starting quarterback. Um, the backup needs to be able to do all of that if he gets hurt. And what's cool about Trey is because of his different skill set, we always keep him alive with a couple plays on situations. They were asking Kyle Shanahan if Jimmy continues with these slow starts, would you use consider using Trey Lance more to provide a spark? Because you know what the beat writers see? Exactly what we see. Mm-hmm. Right. They're seeing exact. They're seeing it. What we see, maybe Kyle Shanahan, because he's not the spectator. He's on the field. He's seeing it on on an eye level, a different eye level than us. And then he has to go back and rewatch it, which he should have by now. It's Wednesday. But 
they see it the way we see it. And so I'm trying to figure out from Kyle Shanahan, I'm like, yo, Kyle, like Trey Lance, every time he's come in the game, has provided a spark. He had, what, one incomplete pass and been sparked. And even on an incomplete pass, it was so – it drew a flag because the def- the defenders didn't know if Trey was going to mm-hmm. run. And then he held the ball, which is what you want to say. Yes, it was, exactly. It was a bad throw. It got George Kittle locked up, who was trying to get to that pass, locked up, tripped, flipped, stomped on, and Trey got – we got the penalty, which is what you want. Now you got four more – you got chances. I, I don't understand – our coach, because it's like you got a guy that's clearly not ready in his opinion, who probably can't read the defenses, which neither can Jimmy. So if you're just get putting in a guy that's going to run scripted plays, Trey Lance can't run scripted plays, guys. That's exactly what I'm saying. If you're a quarterback that you have out there is going to have to listen to everything that you say and do exactly what you say, you might as well have the rookie out there. If, 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 if you're going to have the strings on somebody, then you should have the strings on your rookie. You should not have the strings on your vet. Your vet should be competent enough to be able to control that offense. And he does not. And I don't care what anybody says. I watch him all the time. And it's cra- like, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's always, you know, the safe play. It's always the safe this. It's always this. You know what I'm saying? It's like he's robotic. And I hate it. I hate it because I don't want my quarterback to be a robot. I want defenses to respect my quarterback. And no damn defense in this National Football League respects this dude. None of them. They're not afraid of him. That's what I mean. They're not afraid of him. Hold that thought. Fair. Do you think that these NFL teams are no longer afraid of Kyle Shanahan. Um, with Jimmy behind center, there, there's no reason that they should be. Like it, 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 the proof is in the pudding, man. There's nothing that Jimmy does that gets any defensive coordinator uh, loses any sleep. He doesn't lose any sleep the night before the Niners game. He knows what's coming. He knows that we're going to run the ball. He knows that we're dropping the ball off, and all you got to do is swarm the people that are getting the ball to try to prevent yak yards. Jimmy, if he is going to go deep, the ball is going to sail. Um, I did see somebody said something about that that play from Alexander. It was absolutely an amazing play. He came from the opposite hash to pick that ball off. That's an amazing play, right? But that's not the problem. The problem is he doesn't have an arm to get the ball there fast enough to make Alexander look stupid for even backing up to try mm-hmm. to catch, get back there. That's where right. the problem is. Right. It, it, he doesn't threaten anyone. That's what I mean. Like he's just, he's, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are who we are with Jimmy there. You know what I mean? And I think um, Kyle is definitely trying to hold off putting Trey out there, you know, in his head. If we can get through these next two games, three and five, get to a bye then it might be time to see what we – I'm sorry, three and two in uh, the first five games, get to a bye and then see what we look like. Then it may be time to try to make the turn, make the move. But you don't want to put him in on a you know week, just one week with him running the squad. You want to give him more than enough team to get – enough time to get acclimated. He already got a few snaps in the, in the league, sees the speed of the game. It, it, you know, you want to put him in on during a bye week, if you ask me. 
All right. So that's coming up soon. So so will we see Trey Lance week seven against the Indianapolis Colts? That that's what we're going to you know, be be tuning in to find out. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all so much for tuning in. No, we're not finished yet because we got a few more segments we want to get through. But since we're talking about the 49ers and we got one more thing we want to address, we're going to do a new segment. It's called Fair Catch, right? Because we got Fair to God on the show now. Welcome to the Nitty Gritty family, baby. Uh, round of applause for you, my guy. Thank you. Thank you. And so he, every week he's going to come up with something that he wants to get off his chest. He's going to catch something that you guys put out there in the universe, and he won't, he's going to talk about it, right? And so this particular week, we have this young gentleman right here, uh, Mr. Kyle Juszczyk, Juice. all right? Juice, a.k.a. Juice, all right? And so fair, um, man, break, break, break this down for everybody, man. Like, like. <laughs> so I, I am on Twitter. I do follow quite a few people uh, from the 49ers community. Um, I talk a lot of junk during the game. So if you follow me, uh, just know that uh, putting that disclaimer out there. But there was some stuff going around about Juice saying that uh, he should have dropped down or not got into the end zone on that last drive and that he gave he gave Aaron Rodgers too much time. And the Niners did, obviously, by him scoring on that uh, on that last drive. And uh, that kind of bothered me a little bit. I took offense to that. I think uh, the the onus is on the quarterback and the coach to time manage. You know, it, Juice gets the ball. He's trying to score every time he touches the ball. You don't want to take that away from your offensive players. Again, pre-snap, if we're going to be holding the ball, Jimmy snapped the ball with 15 seconds left. If we're going to be holding on to the ball on that last drive to try to get rid of as much clock as possible, that's where it needs to come from. Once Juice gets the ball in his hands, he needs to try to get in that end zone. We don't, it's not a guarantee that we're going to get in the end zone on the next play. Talk why, your are y'all, why are y'all giving Juice any slack at all? He did what he was supposed to do. He earned his check right there. And kudos to him, man. He fought for some tough yards, got in the end zone. Our defense on the other side of it is supposed to be able to protect the lead that we give them with that much time left. It don't matter if it's two minutes left. That's what that's where our bread is buttered, right? We're a defensive team first. We can all agree to that, right? We got the one of the best lines, supposedly, in the NFL. We couldn't get to that pressure on Aaron on that last drive. That's what cost us the game. Juice didn't have anything to do with that. Kudos to Juice for getting in the end zone. Uh, let's, let's give him some slack, man. Let's cut Juice some slack. He did what he was supposed to do. And there you have the fair catch, man. And the question is, should Kyle Juszczyk have down the ball at the one-yard line? And you heard Fair kind of like say, man, we couldn't score from the one-yard line last time until we brought in Trey Lance. And so a lot of y'all don't want Trey Lance to play anyway. And so, like, it's a, it's a, it's a weird it's, – it's very weird, right? It's very weird. And in hindsight, you can say some things. I mean, if you look at the play clock, play clock was at 43 seconds. We had 12 seconds. I mean, the game clock was at 43 seconds. We had 12 seconds. It was 12 seconds on the play clock. Jimmy Garoppolo even said this in his presser today, that he could have had ran the play clock out a little bit longer. He said that. You know what I'm saying? And he wasn't thinking. And if you did that, if you take 12 minus 43, is that 31, y'all? And so when you hike the ball, and if you get the same result from Juice, you figure that's going to be another 10, 12 seconds. 
So now Aaron Rodgers, after the touchdown, is only going to have 20-plus seconds. And then maybe Moe's and Peachy. I'm sending the all-out blitz when there's only 20 seconds left. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because like, I, I get our concept from that. Like, I, I know y'all said that on the last show. I just felt like 30 seconds was like 40 seconds. It was way too much time. And you want to play just in case you don't you don't want to give up the touchdown on that 40 seconds. You know what I'm saying? So I probably would have did the all-out blitz or something like that on that. But, you know, the defense played soft coverage, and they gave up the underneath, and it was to their best receiver, and it was nothing we could do about it because Aaron Rodgers only needed one point to win. Like, it wasn't like he needed a touchdown. You play prevent when you're trying to prevent a touchdown. You don't play prevent when you're trying to prevent a field goal. I think that's where maybe our defensive coordinator, D'Amico Ryans, kind of fell a little short. But you know where we've seen that before? Robert Sala. He's a chipper of the old block. We've seen it before. Robert Sala played prevent defense. And next thing you know, we giving up big plays. It's it's a it's a learning. It's a it's you know a, a growing pain is what we'll call them. Again, we're two and one, and Seattle is coming in, and we want to get to this game with the Seattle Seahawks. We got a contribution from our brother Jerry. Thank you so much for the contribution. Can Lance do the job though? He has not shown coaching yet that he can execute. I'm afraid we don't know the whole story. You know what? How do y'all feel about this? Like, I'm, I'm going to let y'all feel about it because I know I don't want to sound biased because I'm a Trey Lance guy. So I want to hear what you guys got to say about this. I'm going to tell you how I feel about it. Okay. And I and I, I mentioned it with the, the uh, Kirk Cousins thing, and I'm going to mention it with this thing. We have a better situation than most teams. And since I've been running off stats, let me run off some stats. The number one pick in the NFL draft right now, what is he ranked amongst uh, 32 starting NFL quarterbacks? 32. He's ranked 30th. Damn. Through three games, he's completed 54.2% of his passes. The number one pick, Trevor Lawrence, has completed 54.2% of his passes for 669 yards, five touchdowns, and seven interceptions the number two pick in the draft where is he ranked 29th he's completed 55.2 percent of his passes for less yards than trevor lawrence at 628 less touchdowns two and the same amount of interceptions seven i don't care where trey lance is as far as his development You can accelerate his development by allowing him to play and actually seeing NFL defenses in real time. But we have a better situation. We have a better coach. We have a better scheme. We have a better defense. I don't care where Trey Lance is in his development. He's not putting up two touchdowns and seven interceptions. Just because we have a team that won't allow him to do that. And when he's come in, in the spot plays that he's come in, He's been able to make plays. He has two touchdowns, one passing, one running. So at some point, we have to see what he's able to do in real time. And we can we can say we want to wait till next year as much as we want. But next year isn't guaranteed for us either. Injuries, players getting older, players wanting out, wanting new contracts, wanting to go to different situations. They want to get that bag. Next year isn't guaranteed for us either. So come on. With, with that, we don't know the whole story. I don't want to know the whole story. 
And guess what? We can't know the whole story until we see Trey Lance play. If all of these other rookies are taking their lumps, you mean to tell me the number the number one and the number two pick combined have 14 interceptions? The, 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 the Carolina Panthers, who are leading the league in interceptions, I think only have 13 or 14. Dang. So a whole team right. only has 13 or 14. And two players, the number one and number two pick, who are drafted to be the face of the franchise, Trevor Lawrence was going number one for six years. Hold it, yo. Both of them got to combine have 14 interceptions? And you mean to tell me Trey Lance on this team – can't do better. Come on. Let me tell you what I heard. Let me let me tell you what I heard today. So, as they were they were doing a you know story on you know Justin Fields or whatever and how bad he's playing. Then they did the story on um, Trey Lance. I mean Trey or Trevor Lawrence or whatever. Um, and so they gave him the excuse that you know Bill Ben Roethlisberger didn't do too well and this guy didn't do too well. Their rookie year and look how they turned out. How they get a pass? Like they get in the pass, and we 49er fans are worried about a guy like Trey Lance who can explode in three ways. Number yeah. way, number one, he could throw the ball down the field further than any quarterback we've seen. Maybe not Colin. Colin had an arm too. Like Colin had a Colin had a, a, a deep ball. Or no, no, Colin threw hard. That's what mm-hmm. it was. Right. Trey Lance could get the ball down the field. Ask Trent Sherfield. That's number one. Number two. We keep talking about how smart he is because he came out of a pro-style defense, right? Well, I he can read defenses, guys. It's just that he might not be able to read all the disguisings yet. Right. So that's where Trey Lance's athleticism and the ability, like Russell Wilson, to get outside the pot. Hey, Russell Wilson can, can read defenses, but when the defenses change, Russell Wilson ain't just calling the audible. His ass is getting outside yeah. from Russell Wilson. Colin Murray, who's younger, do the same thing. And what do y'all say when he get outside the pocket? Oh, man, we can't stop him. Here he what goes. do you think they're going to do with Trey Lance if he get outside the pocket? You think Trey Lance going to sit there and take a hit? Like Jimmy? <laughs> no. He ain't going to trip over his own feet over. either. Right. <laughs> right. Now, he might get benched because Kyle Shanahan might not like it. <laughs> I think Kyle Shanahan is legit like suffering from PTSD from uh, RG3, guys. That's, it's got, then Kyle, why'd you draft him? Why'd you draft him? You could have drafted McCorkle Jones. No. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, you know, it, it's hard to not talk about this because it's part of our team, guys. We got to talk about it. We're not, we're not picking sides. We, we just want to see not, not, we don't just want to see something different. We want to see something better. Yes. If Jimmy is, is not going to get better, then we got to move forward. I'm, I know it's not my team. It's not your team. It's not your team. I know when I say that, I mean, I'm not paying Jimmy $27 million. But if I'm Jed York, I'm making the executive mother freaking decision because I'm paying the checks. And I'm saying, listen, man, this ain't it. His jersey's selling way higher, and, and the crowd erupted like it was a lion, like, mm-hmm. released in our stadium when he came in. And then it erupted even louder because he scored. Kai, I need that every week. Because my job as, a, as an owner is to make money. And so, so Jed, mm-hmm. I know we don't want to say Jed need to get involved, 
But maybe Jen need to get involved. At this particular junction right now, especially with the situation with our running game, this would be perfect for a quarterback like Trey to be out there. <sighs> That's why I just don't I I I I don't understand. I mean, we we all know that our quarterback that we have is very limited. And one thing about it is that when when you watch Trey out there with running backs, regardless of who's out there, how it works, it just looks different. The offense looks di- like the, the O-line, you know, protects different. It's just all these different things are happening. It's just moving and moving and moving and going like that. And the few times he was out there, like you saw the running game open up at least a little bit to where Sermon could get through there with just the threat, like I said, of, of Trey actually doing something out there because the defense doesn't know what to do. They don't know if he's going to run. They don't know if he's going to throw. They don't know if he's going to hand off. They don't know what's going to happen out there. They have no idea. And it's just that right there, you would think that that would be enough for that, especially with how our, our running back room is like so depleted right now. And you would just think that that's what the 49, what Kyle would just see that and realize, you know, we got to have some help because I'm going to tell you something. If we can't get this running game going with whoever we have out there, 49ers are in trouble. I'm just going to keep it real. The 49ers are in trouble if we cannot get a similar to some kind of running game. You've seen it. We've right. seen exactly the injury to Raheem Moster may be more detrimental than the Jason Verrett injury. Yes, at this y'all point. can disagree with me all y'all want, but thank you if you agree with me. No, yes, because, at, at because the point. offense can't move if we don't run. Right. He provided a whole different level of speed. Even his losses. That would even his even a regular three yard game or, or or a three yard loss from a running back he would negate that to five yard gains because of his speed because of how quick he hits the hold he can't stay dur- he's not durable but because of that we can't run play action we can't do this we can't do that and so I'm I think his injury is way worse than Jason Perrett's. Mm-hmm. yeah at least the offense could put up points. Right. Early, mid, and late. If you have a guy like uh, Mostert. Right. Everyone knows that that the 49ers offense starts starts and ends with the run. That that you establish the run to set up the pass. To set up, to do what you need to do. Everyone knows that that's how this team works. You have to be able to run the football. You just have to. And I and I'm I'm trying to figure out how they expect, especially with the running backs that the um, 49ers currently have on their roster now. It's it's just harder. It's it's it just it doesn't flow the same. Like it's it's gonna be different because you have running backs that are not used to the system and they're just being thrown in. And so you have to have a quarterback out there that complements your run your your run game so you can get that going and I feel like that Trey would be the best one to have out there at least until we get like till we get Wilson back till we get you know something I just do not understand that it it, it just I don't understand that but I but 
Maybe I Kyle, bet you one thing. Maybe Kyle Shanahan though, guys, doesn't feel like he trusts the running back system, and it'll it'll mess Trey up. Maybe that's what that is. That's the only thing I could think. Maybe maybe he would feel more comfortable if if uh, uh, Jeff Wilson came back. A, who, a guy who knows the system, knows how to pass protect, all that type of stuff. Maybe he would feel more comfortable with him being out there because we already knew what Trey Lance and Mostert was going to do. At least we knew what we thought they were going to do, and then Mostert got injured because that's speed on speed. That's that's a whatever. And I see a lot of people saying that Kyle doesn't want a, a running quarterback. We're not trying to turn Trey Lance into a freaking yeah. running back. We're trying to get the defense to play 11 on 11. If y'all don't understand that concept by now, then y'all got to go take up football one-on-one. <laughs> because now you can't put eight people in the box. Mm-hmm. Not right. when your quarterback can outrun all eight people yep. in that box. Exactly. You go ahead and crash down if y'all want to, and Trey gets to the outside. Woo. Who's going to stop him? Because the wide receivers and st- the safeties and stuff, they down the field. Mm-hmm. Well, not the safeties, but your cornerbacks. Right, yeah. Get down the field. It's 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 football, it's chess, it's matchups. Jimmy doesn't provide the matchup. And so because they're stacking four linemen, line, three linebackers or four linebackers, whether however they want, and then the safeties are there, it's it's impossible to run against with a running back. And Jimmy is not able to get the ball down the field and man-to-man. And so they're saying, Jim, hey, you know, since you're not going to throw it, we coming to get you. Exactly. Not only are we coming to get you, we're going to cheat. We're going to play. We're going to play back. And so those quick routes, those quick throws over the middle that you like, we're just going to be there already Mm -hmm. because we know that's where you're going. Yep. Jimmy won't throw here to the outside, and he's not throwing over the top. And so that's, 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 that's what... I'm not saying every defense is going to do that, but if I'm a defensive coordinator, I know if Moses is a defensive coordinator, if Peachy has her own team and she's a defensive coordinator, and if Fair's a defensive coordinator, I guarantee you all four of us are going to stack the box against Jimmy Garoppolo because that's what's working. Well, we have we have um, one 49er player that agrees with you, and that's George Kittle, who basically said himself. I felt like he threw Jimmy under the bus on that. And that's a long time. <laughs> so, I mean, he pretty much said, you know, that's probably what all defenses are going to do to us all year. And, hey, that's, yep. Why you have that quarterback in there, they are. Yeah. So, I, I could just see a lot of things. But like, so, if we had if we had the speed of a running back, Kyle likes to run outside zone, guys. So, if we had the speed of the running backs to get to the outside, then mm-hmm. it, may, it may work against eight in the box. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it's possible. We, we're, we're trying to run up the middle, and we don't have the speed mm-hmm. to run outside. Trey Sermon's not, in my opinion, people saying he played outside zone at Ohio State. That can be fine and dandy. Guys, last time I checked, college was way different than the NFL. Guys are bigger, faster, and smarter and stronger. Got to put that in there, too. I watch wide receivers. I watch Devontae Smith who caught everything in college and had space to catch everything in college. And the last Monday night game who had little space was dropping wide open passes. Cause he was the, the guy, the defenders was right there and he knew he was about to get cracked back. Like it's different. Y'all, y'all got I know y'all see this. I know y'all do. Mose, let's talk a little fan. 
break, get the bluff out of here, man. It's Mo's fantasy time, guys. Mo's got some startsums and some stitsums, ums for you guys right now. So let's go ahead and talk about that. Mo's, you ready, baby? I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, man. Here's Mo's starters, man. Mo is starting Jared Goff, Chuba Hubbard, Terry McLaurin, Tommy Tremble, the tight end from Carolina that came out of Notre Dame, which I thought we would draft, but we didn't. And then last but not least, Dan Carson out of the Raiders camp for the kicker. So he's giving you a kicker this week, guys. So you, if you have this kicker, you might want to get him. Hey, Mose, man, let's talk about these guys individually, man. Why are you starting these dudes? Uh, I'm starting Jared Goff simply for the fact that they're going up against the Chicago Bears. Um, it's a division rival. Um, they are 0-3. But if you look at the, the games that they played, um, obviously, um, week one against us, um, they got a little bit more competitive in that second half. Um, I think in week two, they started faster and they were competitive in the first half against the Packers. Um, and then you know, they kind of tailed off in the second half. So kind of flip flop from week one to week two. Um, and then week three against a, a Baltimore Ravens team. Uh, they were in that game all the way through, and it took a 66-yard NFL record field goal um, to beat them. Now you're going up against a team um, that has a young quarterback because I believe Justin Fields is going to be starting again. Um, this defense for the Bears is okay, but it's it's not the same um, that it used to be. Um, so I think Jared Goff can have a day um, on Sunday against the Chicago Bears and get the Lions their first up. All right. That sounds good, man. Hey, Fair, are you starting Jared Goff this week? Don't got him. So you <laughs> you don't care. I feel you. Like, I mean, you you um, stayed away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you're smart. I got the Bears defense. So basically he's telling me I need to go find another defense. All right, I got you. I would if I was you. I know, I hear you. So you now you're starting Chuba Hubbard running back versus the Cowboys. Really? Yeah, I mean, listen, the Cowboys, if, let me double check this. I think the Cowboys defense is still only ranked 26. What, what is their defense rank? Let me pull it up real quick. Who did they, they – they stopped on Monday night. They stopped the Eagles. So so, so Miles Sanders didn't do diddly score. Right. So the Cowboys defense is ranked 26. Um, so while they are improving and they looked good on Monday night, they looked good against the Eagles. Um, this Carolina Panthers team is rolling. Uh, and I'm starting Chuba Hubbard just because um, while he is not Christian McCaffrey, with Christian McCaffrey out with the injury, uh, Chuba Hubbard slides in as that number one back. So, you know, he's going to get those carries, especially in the, the red zone. Uh, but then he also has shown the ability to be able to catch the ball out of the backfield. Uh, we know that Christian McCaffrey gets, gets a lot of targets. Um, and for this offense to continue rolling the way that it has, um, I expect to see Chuba also. Um, get some targets out of the backfield to keep this uh, Cowboys defense off balance. Hey, quick question: Do I did you do you pick up Freeman if you don't have him just because he might be spelling Chuba Hubbard on this Panthers team? No, no. So so you don't care about the second string, the 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 new second string running back. It's going to be all Chuba Hubbard. A majority, I I, I say it'll be eighty twenty Chuba Hubbard. Okay, and you can't right. you can't you can't bank on that twenty percent. Got you. All right, man. The wide receiver you st- that gets the start of the week from you is Terry McLaurin. Uh, I think Absolutely. I, about, I, yeah. think, I think I think you got to throw Terry McLaurin in um, this week against that Falcons defense. Um, they are very, very poor. Um, and uh, that Washington football team needs a bounce back. Um, so I think 
Um, I also would I would start Antonio Gibson. I can only put one start, uh, but I think starting to running back Antonio Gibson for Washington, um, especially against this Falcons team, would, would be a good look. But uh, if you have Terry McLaurin and you want to throw him in, in your flex, um, definitely look to get him in your lineup this week. And the tight end start of the week is Tommy Trimble from the Panthers, man. Like absolutely, absolutely. So, so, so Michael Parsons. They got Michael Parsons. They got like, and you're gonna if, <laughs> go ahead, bro. So if you're paying attention, Michael Parsons isn't really playing linebacker anymore because of the injuries that they have on the defensive line. He's playing right. defensive end and he's rushing the passer. Um, if you look at what the Ables were able to do last week, they were successful getting to their tight ends. Although, be it late, Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz were able to find holes in the uh, in the defense and were able to get some big catches for some big gains. Um, and I think either Ertz or Goddard had a touchdown in that game late. Uh, so I'm starting Tommy Trimble because he's come on as of late um, as an offensive weapon for this team. Yes, he is a rookie, but they just traded – we talked about it. They just traded Dan Arnold uh, from – uh, the Panthers to the Jaguars to acquire CJ Henderson. So I think that moves Tommy Trimble into this offense at that starting tight end spot uh, because what he's able to do, he, he he got, I think he got a jet sweep last week or something crazy like that, an end around um, catching screen passes, able to, to run routes. So I think he'll be able to find spots against um, these Cowboys linebackers um, to get in the open field. Um, and I think the Cowboys are going to focus on taking away DJ Moore and uh, Robbie Anderson. So, um, that's going to leave some 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 open lanes for Trimble. He reminds me of the late Aaron Hernandez, like the like the way they're using him in Carolina. You know what I'm saying? So if you know who Aaron Hernandez is, go back and watch some Patriot film. You see, and so the kicker of the week, the kicker you're starting this week is Dan Carlson versus the Chargers. Absolutely, I think this is probably one of the games of the week. This is a division game. Um, Chargers is coming off a, a big win versus the Chiefs. Uh, the Raiders are still undefeated, um, so this is this game could be for an early lead in that AFC West division. I think it's going to be back and forth, um, and I think it may come down to a field goal, uh, but I think Dan Carlson will, will get you uh, some solid points if you need a kicker this week. And you got a couple of defenses that you're looking to start. You got the Bengals versus the Jags or the Titans versus the Jets. Man, you got to pick one. Which one Which one you feel like is – Whoever whoever's available in your league, grab either one of them because I just <laughs> talked about it. Trevor Lawrence has seven interceptions, and so does Zach Wilson. Both of those quarterbacks got seven interceptions. Both of those offenses are stagnant. Both of those quarterbacks are only completing 55% of their passes. So whether you got the Bengals or the Titans – or, or if you need to find somebody on, on the waiver wire, if one of those defenses is there, pick them up, put them in your starting lineup. Trust me. I got the 49ers D this week, so I'm I'm going to go see if that Titans defense is there. I'm hoping <laughs> it is. Man, I'll drop hey, whatever to get that, yo. Because then watch. Sure, listen, Zach I'm, in, I'm in a dilemma because both of those defenses is free in my leagues. And watch Zach Wilson throw four touchdowns, like, you know, zero interceptions, 460 yards, just because – I took the Titans D that day. Just watch. This <laughs> is how it works. It's a, it's a lot of I, I put this out in in one of the fantasy groups that I'm in. You know which one should I pick? A lot of people did say the Titans because they have the Jets this week, and then right after the Jets they have the Jaguars. So that's so back, you have back two two weeks of, of the Titans yeah. defense could could give you monster numbers. I got you, man. Yeah. We got a super chat contribution from our brother John B. <laughs> 
Yo, I'm ready to grow with Trey. I'm trying to sound like him. I'll take the bumps and bruises along the way. Because <laughs> he made a rhyme. Yo, I'm ready to grow with Trey. I'll take the bumps and bruises along the way. Way, way. You know what I'm saying? Bars, baby. And nah. it started with yo. That's definitely bars. And it started with yo. <laughs> yo, thank you for the contribution, John, bro. Listen, I, look, a lot of people are ready. He's a, he was a big... Jimmy G, like he believed that Jimmy was going to be, but so what's happening is we're starting to watch Jimmy and we're starting to see, look, after the week two game when we witnessed like living color, it was rough, y'all. And I know y'all watched it on TV, but we were there and you had to, like 49er fans were quiet for a long time. Not qu- like quiet because, you know, they were we were quiet because like we couldn't talk. We, there was nothing we could say. Like, Jimmy was terrible, and then he turned it up a notch. You know what I'm saying? And that was without Trey Lance coming in the game. He was able to sec- – something about that second half, I think the – I think the, I just think that we started wearing and tearing on the Phillies' D. Pause. Half a notch. Half a notch. He, 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 we got the win. Yeah, yeah Philly, Philly has some deep um, uh, ground went down. And that that changed a couple of things, oh, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really? think that that, that kind of took the air out of the defense whenever ground – I, it definitely it, it took the air, it took the sacks, it took mm-hmm. everything. Because Graham was a was a wrecking ball. Yeah. <laughs> and the moment that happened, you're right, PG. Good catch. Great catch. All right, man. Let's get to your sitems. All right. So, real quick, you got four sitems that we're gonna highlight on today's episode. All right. And so um hmm. McCorkle Jones is being sat. Mm-hmm. Najee Harris, who had a big week last week, is being sat. Mm-hmm. I felt like Henry Ruggs was just finally starting to come out of his shell. He's being sat. And Kyle Pitts is being sat, the rookie, the rookie out of Atlanta, because Atlanta is just dog garbage, man. Talk about him, man. Like, why, why are we sitting these guys? Okay. Mac Jones is easy. Tom Brady coming back to, to Foxborough. If there's any game that a team looked ahead for and circled on their schedule, it was this one. It was this one. Tom is going to be on fire, and every one of them players on that Bucks team, they're playing it. They they know what this means to Tom. They want to embarrass the Patriots. They want to embarrass Bill Belichick. They want to embarrass this young rookie Mac Jones. So I'm sitting him at all costs if he's on my team. Um, if I'm debating about putting him in my lineup, I'm not because this is not a good week for Mac Jones at all. All right, you're sitting Najee Harris, the rookie running back. The Steelers have zero running game. They, they, they I don't understand why their run game is struggling. It, they have zero running game. They're actually 32nd, last in the league in rushing. Oh. Um, and if you look at that, and if you look at how Ben Roethlisberger has been playing, Obviously, a lot of people are saying he's lost a step. His arm is gone. He can't push the ball down the field. Kind of sounds like somebody that we were just talking about for an hour and a half. Um, And Green Bay showed that they have a defense um, that plays well against that. Um, So if they can take away the middle of that, take away the middle of the field um, and force uh, Ben Roethlisberger to to make some passes, um, that is only going to help that defense stop the run they'll have more people close to the line of scrimmage so i think they're going to take away Najee harris and they're going to try to force ben roethlisberger to beat them knowing just like jimmy garoppolo he can't push the ball down the field 
Hmm. All right. And then wide, the, uh, wide receiver you're sitting is Henry Ruggs against the Chargers. Oh, they got DBs. I got you. I- they got they got DBs. And look what they did to, to Tyreek Hill last week. Mm. Tyreek Hill was non-existent. The Chargers okay. sh- shut him down because they know in this offense, which is I don't understand why the 49ers didn't know that Aaron Rodgers was going to go to Devontae Adams. The Chargers knew that in this game, Mahomes wants to get to who? He wants to get the ball into two players' hands. That's Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Yep. So they took out they took out Tyreek. They let him go to Travis, and they were able to get a W. I think they implored that same defensive strategy because in this game, you got Henry Ruggs and Darren Waller. Okay, we'll do the same thing. We'll take away Henry Ruggs, make sure he can't beat us deep over the top. We'll let you get whatever you can get with Darren Waller and force you to beat us that way. I think they they bring that same philosophy um, and they slow down Henry Ruggs as much as possible. And last but not least, you sit in rookie tight end Kyle Pitts, who has not shown he could do anything in the NFL at this point. I, I think I think it's uh, I don't think it's a product of him and his ability. I think it's a product of the offense. I think mm-hmm. it's it's the product of not them not having a running game. I think it's a product of uh, their offensive line being overhyped um, and underperforming. Um, he just hasn't had, you know, the targets in this offense, um, and this Washington football team, like I said, uh, they've played lackluster football. They're sitting at one and two. Um, and I think they're going to go rookie on rookie. I think they're going to put the athletic John Davis on Kyle Pitts, um, to try to eliminate him as much as he can. I think they're going to put William Jackson on Calvin Ridley and force Matt Ryan to beat you with somebody else. Who's it going to be Cordero Patterson? Uh, whoever their other receivers are on that team, Russell Gage. Tough. Yeah, I'll, I'll I will take my chances with Cordell Patterson and Russell Gage. Um, so I fully expect them to eliminate Cal- try to eliminate Calvin Ridley and to eliminate Kyle Pitts. So I'm gonna have to sit Pitts this week. Man, there you have it, man. That's what Moe's knows, man. That's your fantasy report for this week. Man, if you got those guys, man, start them, sit them. If you don't remember, go back and watch this episode so you can, you know, it's at the one, I would say, one thirty, one hour and 30 minute mark. So you can go ahead and get your fantasy lineups. Check, man. We got to break down this game, man. All right. So we got we got to talk about this games. Here's some of the key things we, we tried to we'll come up with as far as key pieces. But let's just look at where these teams are ranked. We got the Seattle Seahawks. Flying into Santa Clara to take on the San Francisco 49ers, man. This Sunday, 4.05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Y'all could do the math. That's 1.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, right? So this game is going to be one for the ages. we got to do our score predictions at the end of this show. Look, <laughs> you, this is where we're ranked as of right now. Seattle's 11th in offense. They're terrible in defense. I swear to God, y'all, they were terrible last year, and they went mm-hmm. third second. <laughs> They're ninth in passing, eleventh in rushing. We're nineteenth in offense, and they were sixteens right in the mid smack middle of the league for defense, passing, and rushing. Let's talk about this game, man. I want to hear from Fair. Fair. Like, how do you see us faring out in this game, man? Like, we, we've talked about our our issues. Here's a list of queer, real quick of the injuries that didn't participate in today's practice. A lot of them were veteran days, but some of them are injured. George Kittle, calf, out. Norman, Josh Norman, lung, out. Uh, Kwan Williams is probably going to get put on the IR. Ken Law was out with his knee, which he's probably going to be every practice. Uh, um, uh, Trent Williams, rest. 
Bosa rest, Alex Mack rest, which he needs because he got beat up the whole game. And then limited was Elijah Mitchell <laughs> with his shoulder. And Kittle is uh, all right. You know, this is like a maintenance day. So these are some of the key injuries that we have right now. But, yo, Fair, talk, talk about this matchup, man. Let's go. Yeah. Um, I think ultimately it always boils down to what we do with Russ. Uh, we can contain him, keep him in the pocket, don't let him extend plays. Um, I think our chances increase. And just looking at kind of what Russ has been doing uh, the beginning of the year, he's not taking off as much as he used to. He, he just isn't. Mm. Um, I mean, he only has 32 rushing yards right now. You know what I mean? He's not doing much of anything as far as uh, getting out of the pocket and um, running. But he does still extend plays and throws the ball downfield. They're, even the rushing game is a little suspect, too, this year, I feel like. Um, I feel like they they are, you know, not that big of a threat. Um, so we really got to focus on locking down DK and, and lock it. And that's going to be a tough task. I mean, that's a tough task for any team. You know, but those two are definitely the work hogs. They get all, they get the balls. They get all the passes and get upfield. Obviously, uh, Tyler Lockett is one of the top receiving yards in the league. And, yeah, we're, we're still sus at corner. So it just matters on if we got – if we're playing at full strength, even though it isn't full, full strength because we don't have all of our uh, – we got people on IR and stuff. Yeah, that's that's definitely going to be the matchup that I'm looking at here to see what will be the difference in the game. Mose, Seattle's coming in. Are they? Can we beat them? That that's my question. We can if we play football the way we know how to play football. I mean, we can if if we stick to what makes us successful. Um, if we play better defense. Um, even with the injuries, I know we know how to play defense. If our uh, pass rush can get home, um, if our linebackers um, can can get to those running backs and keep those the rushing yards limited, um, we know Russell Wilson is going to make plays. But we have to to limit the amount of big plays that we can give up. Um, and on offense, if we can run the ball and start fast and be consistent, then absolutely we can beat this team. Um, if Tennessee can come back from uh, a twenty four to nine deficit at halftime. If the Vikings can can beat this team handedly, then absolutely we're also capable of beating the Seahawks team. Now, now, Ferris said that Russell Wilson is has about thirty two rushing yards this year. That's because he ain't played the Forty ers yet. I'm sorry if I'm gonna throw us under the bus, but that <laughs> us stopping mobile quarterback. But it's true though. It's, it's absolutely true. <laughs> yeah, like it's just not our forte still. Right. Because he's not looking to rush against any other team. I think it's the way the 49ers play defense and their coverages. So if the coverages are good down the field, Russell about to take off at 16 yards, 9 yards, 11 yards, and then at the end he'll have 32 yards off of three carries. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just because he has that innate ability. But you're right. He's not running this year like we normally would see. Um, But that's the only thing that kind of, like, scares me. Like, Russell Wilson, y'all, scares me. I'm sorry. I, I, he beats us. Yeah. And yes, there are times we beat him, but it's still nail biter all the way down to the end. Can our kick hit the field goal type of thing? Right. right? It's not like a, like, I, you know, I know I tweeted out the 49ers are going to commence a butt whipping this week. You know, I mean, that's how I, I want them to. And I'm, I'm hoping they're thinking like that. I'm hoping they're not thinking the way I'm thinking, all passive and, <laughs> and we got to stop Rose and Walls. And oh my God, no, no, they they should be thinking very aggressively. Like we we can, we're going to stop them, you know. But 
let's keep it real. Let's keep it a buck, man. Like, we know Russell Wilson. This is like a divisional game. Peachy, we heard what we're going to get from them, what we expect from them. We heard that how we can beat them. Now, let tell us a little bit about these matchups you got going for us on your little segment called Peachy's Pieces. So you got some key piece matchups that you got. Let's start with the first one that you brought up, man. Jimmy Garoppolo versus Bobby Wagner. And first, please tell us how you pick this matchup. Like, Bobby? Jimmy? I'm curious. Well, one, because he's a linebacker. And we all know that those are Garoppolo's best friends. So. You ain't You ain't right, girl. That's you, you you just got fired from the 49ers. You, they you are just it. a match made in heaven. That's what they are. But man, it's it's just because Jimmy just of okay, it's more about the way that Seattle uses Bobby. Bobby is actually gonna be more of a um of in charge of of trying to to get to Jimmy through their pass because Jimmy is going to to have to throw the football because of our run game. So I really feel like that Bobby is is of ultra importance in this matchup because of that. Because like I said, Jimmy, he's going to be waiting on him. He's going to know. It's just one of those things that just attracted each other. They, they date each other, everything. I'm telling you, Jimmy and linebackers are just, I don't know. So basically you're saying Jimmy is going to get Throw his first interception to a linebacker. Yes. Play. Okay. Yeah. Somebody write that down. It's inevitable. Okay. It's going to happen. How many interceptions does Bobby Wagner have against Jimmy Garoppolo? Can we look that up? Because that would be important to know. That's and a really just, good question. Fact, Jimmy has never lost, what, two in a row? Right. Is that Jimmy, true? Um, Jimmy uh, has, has never lost back-to-back games. Is it back-to-back home games or back-to-back games? That's a big difference. I believe that it said back-to-back games. Yeah. You think it's games? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because he's been injured all the games that we've lost. Damn. So. You ain't got to do that, You ain't. You, you ain't. Like, y'all, you, y'all, you, y'all ain't. All right. Hey, man, they, they love us because we keep it real. That's it. Hey, I, and I, I want to add to Peachy's comment, too, that Jimmy dates um linebackers. So are you saying that the linebackers are the stars and Jimmy is Jimmy? <laughs> Yes, the linebackers are the star of the show. <laughs> Jimmy's just in their movies. So yeah, luckily, luckily, we haven't played elite linebackers. And here, right. here's why I agree with you guys. And and training camp, all Jimmy's interceptions were like Fred Warner, yo. I think Fred Warner mm-hmm. had like nine interceptions. That's right. That's right. So great linebackers that know how to cover. I bet you Fred Warner wish he played on a different team yeah. in the NFT West. Right. So he could play Jimmy Garoppolo twice and get, he'll probably have 10 interceptions in both. Right. right. That's ridiculous, yo. I know people are going to be like, oh, we're throwing Jimmy under the bus again. No, he throws the linebackers, guys. He just hasn't. I mean, he does. He hasn't any. Who was, who, was, who was Philly's linebackers? Can't name them. Who was the linebackers from the first team? Detroit Lions linebackers. Can't name them. Who was the linebackers on Greek? Can't name them. Except for the – what was the dude y'all talking about? Campbell? Yeah. Campbell, yeah, yeah. He was a non-factor to me. I didn't even hear his name once mentioned in the game. I mean, he had 12 tackles, but – Damn. Nothing, spe- nothing spectacular. 
Well, he was all over the field. Okay, I got you. Jimmy, Jimmy, literally, for anybody who has anything to say about that, I don't really give a crap because we saw in the Vikings game in the playoffs, Jimmy's relationship that continued to develop with, with linebackers. I felt like it started before that. No, no, no. But I'm saying, like... like you started it, paying attention, though. Right, right. It started to really become matter. a thing. Because <laughs> Michael Kendricks almost... Tore him up that game. Yeah. Well, Kyle Shanahan said, you can't throw anymore, Jimmy. That's it. We shut your arm down for the rest of the year. Shut it down for Coke. Um, right. Because literally, everybody was talking about, well, you know, in all actuality. No, in all actuality, he probably would have had about seven picks if he hadn't been out there. Because he would not leave him alone. Like I told you, he's attracted to them. They come that way. It just so happened that the linebackers just missed him. But they were right there in their grasp. It could have been about seven, and the 49ers would have been sunk. And that's when we started running the ball and didn't look back. You on point, girl. Another super chat contribution <laughs> from our brother John B. Uh, we got to get this guy out of work because he'll keep contributing all night long. Yo, I'm not getting a damn thing done hanging with you, family. I love you guys as always. New dude, welcome to the fam. I enjoy your takes. Can't wait to hear more of your thoughts, modes, Peachy Breezy. How can you didn't put a comma? You put us together. It's Peachy Breezy. Peachy Breezy, <laughs> fair dude, peace, family. That's how we talk. Hey. Uh, yo, I'm not, I can't do it. I'm sorry, John. I'm not going to do you like that. You're my guy, yo. I'm, I'm going to do you like that one day. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to record it and do it again. But no, nah, man, thank you for the contribution, bro. We appreciate it. Just leave that up here for a little while. But listen, mm-hmm. yo, yo, Peachy, you're so on point, man. Like, I, I don't I don't want to put the juju on Jimmy and the linebackers, but Jimmy, for some reason, his eyes, I thought it was supposed to be quarterbacks and safeties. But Jimmy's kryptonite is quarterbacks and linebackers. It's gotta be and it's gotta be good pass coverage linebackers too. Yeah. yeah. I got you. Like I feel like Jimmy takes advantage of the younger guys. But it's something about these pass coverage linebackers. All right, so so who wins that matchup, Peachy? Jimmy or, or, or Bobby? <laughs> Bobby. Uh, damn. Uh, it's going to be a long day. It is going to be a long day, I'm just saying. Well, I'm going to be all right because I'm going to have this crown royale. I'm going to have to go buy a new bottle. I know, me too. This is before Sunday. You know what Get I'm saying? Get my pinky up. <laughs> All right. All right. So your next matchup, your next matchup, we're going to talk receivers and DBs. I like this. I like I like this right here. I really do. You got Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel against Flowers, Trey Flowers and DJ Reed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Goodness. So um, DJ Reed, everyone already knows about him because he was on 49ers. He's an undersized corner, but he's also very quick on his feet and very athletic. But because of his weight, he can be pushed around. So if he's lined up with Debo, man, that's gonna be that's gonna be kind of interesting because um, if Debo stays aggressive and he keeps that, you know, if he keeps that pressure going or whatever, he should be. Debo should win that matchup. Okay. He should win. Okay. Now, if it's Flowers, now. Speaking of flowers, you guys know that flowers is pretty much in the doghouse in Seattle. Yes, I read that. I, going through all this matchup stuff, I actually got to know a little bit more about the flower situation in Seattle. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good at all. 
but he still um, seems to stay on his heels a lot, but is um, he's he's good in zone coverage and man to man defending the short and intermediate routes, which is you know what it ran because of the quarterback that we have. That's that's all we pretty much deal with. But um, I have a, an inkling that it's going to be Reed and um, I can't remember the other guy because I was going to actually mention him and I can't remember. But Flowers Flowers might be on his way out of Seattle. So there's some there's some interesting things going on there right now. They're they're not happy with him. I guess he is disappointing them. I guess he's not, you know, exactly what they thought he was going to be. So So according to Peachy, Flowers is trash. DJ Weed is their best DB. There's some new guys she don't even know the name and Spoon gone, y'all. Spoon Spoon is in Pittsburgh right. Spoon is somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Moe's and fair. <laughs> if we don't attack this mother freaking secondary, bro, yep. I don't care what type of routes they got to run, but I expect them to bracket Debo only because Debo's going to be Debo. Debo's Kyle's going to have Kyle's, Kyle preface a little bit what he's going to try to do with Debo next week. I mean, last week. And so I think Debo's going to be used. I think he's going to be the running back out of the backfield. I'm just going to keep it a buck. You saw him line up. Matter of fact, on that interception mm-hmm. was the running back out of backfield. And he shouldn't have been because if Debo would have been downfield, Jair Alexander would have had somebody he had to pick up and be accountable for. That's that's bad. That's bad play design. Thank you, Moles, for that. That's yes. bad play design, bro. Thank you, Moles. Thank you, man. Thank you. And so eh, I, 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 who wins this matchup, guys? I think Debo wins this one. So Debo and Ayuk wins their matchup mm-hmm. against the Debo. Yeah, the receivers. Yep. It may not show up in the stat sheet. Right. Exactly. But because of who the quarterback is. Exactly. Ah. So we might look back on film and be like, "Up, oh, Debo was open. Up, oh, Ayuk was open." That's true. It may not show up on the stat sheet, but they're gonna win their individual matchups. I think against these corners, they're gonna win. Yeah. Can, I, can Jimmy? Can Jimmy find them? And complete the passes. I Can do he not miss high, low, mm. wide, or behind. Okay. Like how, how, how do you how, how do you miss in all directions? North, south, east, and west. <laughs> exactly. High, low, outside. <laughs> how do you miss in all directions? He's consistent at that, though. I tell you that. Like, he's consistent at missing in the right in all directions. Fair, you was gonna say something? Yeah, no. Um, I was gonna say that I think that. You know, with the issues that they're having with uh, with Flowers, man, I think they're going to really regret trading Spoon away um, to, I believe it was Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. They traded to. Yeah, so, you know. But they got Sidney Jones, so that, yeah, might, well, that might be a benefit to him. We might have to see how he does. That's it, uh, Jones. Sidney Jones. Yeah, we'll, that was we'll one see. of them, yes. That's we'll what it was, him, yeah, man. Jones. I mean, they're, they're definitely, they have this X-Factor guy in the back. Oh, Jamal. Right. Adam. Who's uh, yeah. who's all over the place? He's garbage, yo. You don't you don't like Adams? Ooh. He's garbage. Listen, Moses, what did I say to you in the pre-show? <laughs> I, I want him playing coverage. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, if he's I, on Debo or Ayuk, then he's he's burnt. He's so I, I, I if, he's on, if he's on Kittle, I mean that's burnt. that's the matchup that is going to be. 
You got yeah. damn right. That's the match. That's the main event. Y'all act like y'all ain't watched Saturday Night Raw or live, whatever it's called. That's the main event. Kittle mm-hmm. Adams. I'm not saying Adams is trash. Let me let me refract my my statement. What I'm saying is I want him in coverage. Kyle mm-hmm. Shanahan should design his plays to get that mother sucker off the line because. He's a wild card. He's Detroit Palomalu with a defense. Yeah, he so, stays up and, front. He tries to get in the backfield, make tackles, yeah, all that good stuff. Yeah. But we contained him last year. And you know who we couldn't contain last year? DJ Reed Jr. He was a fucking MVP in both games. Mm-hmm. So I, I. It's one of those we regret. God dang it. I got to pick you, yeah. right? I shouldn't have to pick. I'm the host, so I'm not gonna pick. But y'all all saying that the, that the 49ers win this matchup? Yeah, wide receivers beat their DBs. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wide receivers win that matchup. All right, so let's flip the script. Flippy flip, flip, flippy flip, flippy flip. Listen. I don't know if Diamador yeah. Lenore started Peachy Bowes in, in, in fair. I don't know. I'm just going to go with that. He's going to get the start. I do know Mosley is going to start. Um, we watched Mosley get torched, bamboozled, mm-hmm. whipped, backlashed by that big number 14. It was almost like watching Mike Tyson versus like yes. Manny Pacquiao. Yo. Like yeah. they were two different weight classes. Mm-hmm. I, I believe Mosley has some injury thing going on. Mm-hmm. And I believe Tart was the help. I believe right. Tart was the one that stripped the ball out of out of DK Metcalf's hand, caused the fumble, caused the touchdown from scoring, blah, blah, blah. That's, I think that's how they set up that Dre, uh, and Dre Greenlaw. Dre Greenlaw is the Seattle killer. I know. Not playing, play y'all. Dre. I know. All right, man. I'm going to let y'all break this one down, dog. All right, Peachy. You got Lenore or whoever you got at your starting cornerback, which is maybe Dante Johnson. Uh, okay, so um, so um, in this matchup, um, man, you guys have to watch out for DK because he's a monster. So he's a long strider that takes a bit to get to top speed and to get into his routes or cuts, but he's very imposing because of his size, of course, and his long range speed. So. The only thing that I can say is that if you're covering this dude, the best option should be to play some off coverage to make sure that he doesn't get beat deep on routes, routes which we saw last year, and break on anything underneath. Um, as far as if Lenore is covering him, he does have the good hips, but he's he's you know he's he's a rookie, so he's not. <laughs> It's it's um it's it's pretty crazy with our, our secondaries is gonna be um, interesting to see. Lockett, man, what did I say about Lockett? Lockett, you Lockett catches anything that Russ throws him. It doesn't matter. It it doesn't matter if it's high, if it's low. It, it it does not matter. Lockett catches everything. His chemistry that he has with his quarterback is 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 uncanny. Like it's man, it's just magic. So the only thing that they can do really is just to, uh, you know, get up on him, press as close as they can to him. And hopefully, you know, they can get him turned. But other than that, I mean, Lockett's just, I don't know. I'm 
I'm actually more afraid of what Lockett's going to do to the 49ers than DK. That's that's weird, though, Peach, because we've been able to contain Lockett yeah. and not stop DK. So you're saying we're going to try to stop DK. Right. I believe that more focus is going to be on DK. They're going to leave Lockett out there, and I feel like that Lockett is going to have the bigger game against the 49ers. That's I'm going to need all thing. of us that know the word of prayer to pray for Josh Norman's mm-hmm. lungs, that they are healed by the power of his blood, not Josh's blood, because we need them lungs clear and healed. Because if he's playing, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not as worried about DK Metcalf. Because now we got a guy. And so now you can have that bracket over the top. Cause if 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 deep I, I think the deep safety is gonna rotate. And so I think Tart and, and um and we watched it before we watched it in the Eagles game. So I think Tart and Ward will rotate depending on who's the deep route. If 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 Lockett is the deep guy, I think Tart is the guy over the top. But if if um Metcalf is the deep guy, I think I'm sorry. If Lockett is the deep guy, Ward is over the top. If Met, if Metcalf is the deep guy, I think you see cover one. I think you see a lot of cover one, like a lot of cover one. And I think that safety is going to be the one that's going to help, you know what I'm saying, handle that situation, yo. I really, really do. Like, I I really think that's how you're going to have to defend these guys. Like, I don't know a lot about football, but I know a lot about Madden, and that's how I would play it in Madden. Yo, I'm putting the cover one, and I'm putting – I'm switching my safeties. And here's the scary part about their wide receivers. Aren't they both like 4-3 speed? Mm-hmm. Both go. Oh, they both go. Mm-hmm. Do they have any other wide receivers? Don't they? Oh, they drafted Dwayne Eskridge, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's another one. Yeah. It's going to be tough. This is going to be tough. Like, honestly, this is going to have me having the bubble guts the whole game. Like, I probably will. I'm going to be nervous unless I sip this Crown Royale. Salted caramel. <laughs> they run a lot of two tight end sets, though. They got so they got Everett and, and do they Disley. still have Disley? Disley yeah, still there. Yep. So yep. Disley killed us. The la- Disley was a yeah, killer. Disley was one. Yeah, mm-hmm. Now they got Everett, who killed us when he was with the Rams. Yeah. <laughs> they go to Everett more than Disley, but but Tart, but Tart is back, guys. Tart is back. Mm-hmm. Tart was injured in those games. Yes, that's when right. When he played. Mm-hmm. And we got Tart back. Yeah. When oh. you go on single high, you, you got Tart back? When you go single high? If it depends. You got again, it depends on their personnel. If Lockett is out there on the field, it depends. If they got if they got 12 personnel. Their base is two. Yep. So they go two tight end sets. So if they're gonna have 12 personnel, that means they're gonna have one running back, two tight ends, and a wide receiver, right? Right. Yeah. So if 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 the freak, I can't say it. If Lockett is the receiver. Oh, then Jimmy Ward should be deep. Gotcha. But if Metcalf is the receiver, I want Tart deep. Gotcha. If that right. makes sense. Because mm-hmm. Tart still Tart has the speed to keep up with Metcalf. I don't know if he has the quickness to keep up with, to catch over the top to keep up with what you call it. All these dudes, guys, all they're doing is providing help and drawing away the ball. I don't think yeah. Lockett take a lot of deep shots. I think they're going to pick on Lenore. And they're gonna have him going. Mm-hmm. Definitely gonna pick on Lenore, which takes her out now. of the, which takes her out of the play. Yeah, no point. <laughs>
Yo, some of y'all comments in here, yo. Yeah. <laughs> but if, you know, I mean, if you if it was contributed, you know what I'm saying? If you want to do a super chat, I would pose it. I can't front. But I tell you, this, this is this uh, Lima got me cracking yeah. up now. All right? Um, and I know y'all see it out there, but good mm-hmm. God. Like, I, I agree. I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. PG, these matchups are blazing. All right. And we got one more. We got one more because somebody in the chat was asking about their running back, Chris Carson. And so here's got he's got to be the neutralizer. He's got to do everything Bobby Wagner does and better. Right. I feel like the defense don't tick unless Fred Warner is on point anyway. I know we want the pass rush to be what it is, but this guy's the heart and the pulse of the D. Peachy, Warner versus Carson. If you take him out early, you're going to force Russell Wilson to be the running back. So, what are your yep. thoughts? What, what, what's, what's good with this matchup? With Carson, uh, you just have to pay attention to the fact that he's also like a really good yak player because he can um, he can catch, and that that could definitely pose a problem for the 49er defenses. So that he will also spend more time trying to get outside and run verticals outside of the backfield. What Warner is going to have to do is prioritize secure tackling. Um, and set the edges to try to make sure that those outside runs, because you know, the outside runs kill the 49er defense. Like you can't, you know what I'm saying? Like when they go up the middle, they're one thing, but when they veer off to the side, they're yeah. So that's one thing that we're going to have to do because Carson is a good running back. And not only do they have Carson, but they have, oh, what is the other running back? Rashad Penny. Penny. So they, you know, Pete Carroll is, is going to, he, he's one of the smartest coaches in the National Football League, and he's going to take advantage of what the 49ers are missing. And I'm telling you now that he's he, he's going to scan it, and he's going to – I think those running backs, he's going to try to use them running backs to get to our line on the outside. Thoughts on this matchup, guys? Carson, yeah, I mean, one. I just take Fred over just about any running back in the league yeah. every single week. Um, he, you know, he had some things that he needs to make up for from last week. If you probably ask him himself, um, and I think he's gonna do that this week. I think he's gonna come and show out for sure. That's why I'm wearing my Fred jersey. I feel you, bro. I feel you, bro. Uh, Mo's. I agree. I agree with everything Fair said. I mean, it, it's, it's Fred Warner over everybody. He he's already proved through weeks one and two that he's playing with his hair on fire. Uh, I'm going with Fred. That's fair too, because like when we talk about Bobby Wagner, we we don't we not winning those matchups against him. So Fred, I feel like and I feel like Fred is better than Bobby Wagner. I feel like mm-hmm. Bobby Wagner's more seasoned and, and knows a little bit more things. He's more fine tuned. You know what I'm saying? He's been playing longer. But Fred is Fred is the next coming, man. I know this, and I know there's some linebackers, Devin White. I know there's some linebackers out there, dude from um the Colts, uh the Charlotte Leonard, whatever his name is. Darius I know, Leonard. Darius Leonard. I oh, know yeah. there's some guys, but Fred. We said that Jimmy doesn't lose. Russell Wilson and the Seahawks have never lost three in a row either. Right. I'm telling you this. This I'm Seattle team is going to be. Angry. I talked about this on Monday show just a little bit to kind of preview it for today. Uh, they are, you know, it's it's not just that they have have lost two in a row. That's not what this is about. 
It's about how they lost him, like their team just said whatever. You know that they're going to be on one Sunday, people. Like they are going to be out for, I'm telling you, they're going to come out with so much fire and whatever. It's up to 49ers to be able to put that out. Because so I'm telling you. You, get the, you, win the, you win the coin toss. 49ers are pretty decent at that. They win the coin toss. They're going to defer. So they're mm-hmm. going to play defense first. Right. Does the Seahawks go three and out on the first drive? I'm asking I mean, I, I don't think it's it's necessary that they have to go three and out. I mean, I think it would be a big boost to the to the team, to the fans in the stands. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as we keep them from getting points. Right. Know, if they get if they get, you know, one or two first downs, but then stall out and have to punt, then yeah. you know, as long as that's we don't I mean. give up points on that drive. I, 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 I meant three and out over the drive. Out. I think that's what I meant. My bad. So three and out over the whatever the drive is. Do do we get the ball back? Yeah, without them scoring, I get what you. I get where you're going. Even if I mean, that would be ideal. Yeah, yeah, that would be ideal. Absolutely. But can you see that happening with the defense taking their lumps? Defense having their injuries. Do you think the defense might be? Has the defense lost a little of their mojo? I I think that first drive is going to be real telling of what we're going to see for the game. That's what I'm asking. Just in general, I think that what will we see? You know, the energy. Will we see that everybody flying around like that? Mm-hmm. Like Fred, you know, will we see that team really come out hungry to kind of, you know, shut down the naysayers from the performance from last week and, you know, them basically giving giving one away, man? Are they going to come out and just prove everybody wrong and shut this down and, and you know, move on to, to three and one to go see what Arizona about? All right. PG, if we win this game, who wins this game, the defense or the offense? The defense. Wow. The defense that everybody is crapping on right now. That's in it's sixteenth in the league right now. The defense is gonna beat the eleventh rank. Let me let me see what this team is ranked again one more time. All right. So we're sixteenth on D, which we're better on defense than we are on offense. And so they're ranked eleventh. Man. This this is gonna be a tough one. But I, I hear you. Does everybody agree with that? The defense, the defense would be the or do, does anyone say anything different? The offense? Can this be the game that Jimmy G just be like, you know what? F you, Kyle. I know how to play <laughs> You you F no. it up my stock. Damn. No. <laughs> but I but I but I, I do think it'll be the offense that wins us this game and not the defense. Okay. Please tell I us why. The, I, I think the defense will keep it keep it in range. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can run the ball on this team. This is the <laughs> This is the 32nd ranked defense. Bro. They've, they've allowed 1,321 yards. That's Bro. the most in the NFL right now. Let me just remind you. Last year, they were ranked 35. They were they were worse. <laughs> we couldn't they run. On that, they, on that, they on that same trajectory. We couldn't run the ball, though. Uh-uh. We couldn't do anything against them. That's why I'm I nervous. Did, only reason why I see a difference, and I know we have the injuries, I don't think that this defensive line poses the same threats as the Packers' defensive line or the Eagles' defensive line. I think the Eagles, the Eagles and the Packers were two superior defensive lines to this Seahawks' defensive line. Um, and, you know, we'll get into it, but, you know, we need to be able to run the ball. Jimmy Garoppolo should not throw the ball 40 times this game. Right. If Jimmy Garoppolo's throwing the ball 40 times, we're losing. Yeah. Yeah, that's scary. That's a scary thought. 
If Jimmy has to throw the ball anything more than I'm comfortable 30 and under, I'm I'm right. I'm happy with a dub. I think we t- go home with a dub. Got you. My apologies, Lima. I didn't know it was pronounced Lima. I eat lima beans, so that's how I say lima. So I apologize. (laughs) I country. I country. Like my bad. Now you talk. Now you talking about it. Now I want some lima beans. I want some lima or butter beans, whatever y'all want to call them. But so I apologize, Lima. My apologies. Uh, my 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 bad, fam. My bad. We um, I think that this game. I don't know. I was I was kind of watching Kyle's, I guess, you know, mannerisms. I have a feeling that we're going to see Trey in this game. I think that we're going to see Trey a couple of times in this game. I don't know, PG. I do. I, um, I have a feeling that we're going to. It's going to have to be fourth and one with one second left on the clock. I, I, I don't, I'm not even looking for Trey anymore. We sat at a hot-ass game in the sun on a Sunday night. I watched Trey Lance warm up on the sidelines throwing <laughs> and he didn't enter the game once and we were struggling. I watched Jimmy. Jimmy couldn't throw the ball to his mama. Like he couldn't complete a pass. It was terrible. Everything yeah. was high and then all of a sudden he got it together. Gotcha. I think the only reason why he even came in the game is because Kyle was just like, you know what, man? We already down by 17, man. We, we, what are we, we going to do? Yeah, there it is. I have to put this up here for my boy Taryn, though. No, he not. No, the hell he ain't. <laughs> Taryn, who he beating? He ain't beating Trey Williams, and he not beating Mike McGlinchey because Mike McGlinchey like the Mike Iron Clayton right now. Mike playing. Mike playing. So who he beating? They gonna have the line carry up on the inside, and he ain't beating Lakin, and he pro- and he damn sure ain't, he not beating Brunskill. So I don't know where you getting that from, dog. But that ain't happening against this team. Mojo, I feel like Mojo want to say something different. So please be by all means. Say something different about what that? Yeah. What is what is Kerry Hyder gonna give him about our scheme? <laughs> I have no idea. And real talk, Kerry Hyder really doesn't know much about the scheme because he's not on offense. And as much as he had to learn on that defense under Robert Sala and Chris Kosarek. I'm sure Kerry Hyder wasn't the one that was in Kyle Shanahan's offensive playbook. I just that's just me. Like, but I get it. I get where he's coming from. He's coming from more of a and correct me if I'm wrong, Taryn. You're coming more from the the fact that the 49ers didn't resign you. You know what I'm saying? They let you walk. So you're gonna go out there and ball out. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, oh, no, I think I think he's coming from a point like he's been with the team and he's practiced against them. That's what so he, he said. He knows a few things. So, I, I hear you. That's that's what he but said. I don't, think, I don't think he knows enough that's going to affect this game. I, mean, I could. You, you know why, uh, Taryn? We don't know enough. Shit, the defensive line don't look nothing like we thought they was going to look this year. Right, exactly. No, what he's that's saying true. is that Kerry Hyder would give the Seahawks defensive line. That's what I'm saying. about our running game. Oh, about our run, about our. Oh, I thought he was the talking tips about, about how we our offensive rush running rush. game. Yeah, offense. So okay, give them tips to help stop our running game a little bit better. I don't even think Kyle. I don't think Kyle give Jimmy enough information before the game. <laughs> hey, hey, wait, wait, but how Perry Hyder know? I'm just saying, man. At this point, everything's close to the best for Kyle. Man, he don't. He don't trust nobody. No, nobody. 
Like yeah. no, what was our saying when when uh uh when um when Who's Jim Harbaugh better than us? No, nobody. Who does Kyle was- trust? Nobody. nobody. We gotta get shirts, guys. We gotta make shirts. Somebody <laughs> get on that. We gotta make shirts. Who does Kyle trust? Nobody. We gotta get on that. Listen, man, this has been a fun show, guys. Man, very informational. Uh, very to the point, PG. Great job, fair, excellent job. I can't wait to see what happens this week for you to find something to talk about because Twitter, just go on Twitter. I'm sure you'll find something to negate. Uh, Mose, you always kill it, bro. I appreciate you, man. Let's do our score predictions. I'm going to post the chat overlay because people are going to start putting up their score predictions. I want to be done with this in five minutes. Mm. I'm hungry, not the country. <laughs> I'm hungry. All right. So let's do this, man. Uh, let's go ahead. Let's start with Fair. Your score prediction. I think we got it posted, right? You know what I'm saying? Appreciate you, Lima. Hey. All right. So 49ers, 24-17. I could dig it. Yeah. I could dig it. Yeah. I could dig it. Look, you're on right. 27-17 Seahawks. <laughs> Oof. Thank you, Miss Bell 49ers. No, he he he, he missed me up. I, I think he got it. Maybe he did misspell it because he put the asterisks. Yeah, See the asterisks yeah. up there. Got it. Yeah, I just I think that um you know we're gonna have to show and prove, and I feel like the defense got got something to prove this week, and they ain't gonna let you know too much craziness go on this week. Um, yeah, I don't see them scoring more than Dub. I just went with twenty because um I, I I mean I went with seventeen. Um, cause I, I just feel like, you know, again, they're not going to get much more than a couple touchdowns and then the field goal. All right, man. That 20, 24, 17 is, is good. I'm hoping this is not a comeback win. I'm hoping we're winning the majority and we just right. have some dead points toward the end to make them have 17. So fair score prediction is cool. Make sure you put that in the Facebook group as well, man. So you can enter the contest for this week. It's going to be another game day pin. Uh, let's go with you, Mose, and then we'll go with Peach. I got uh twenty three thirteen Niners. Um, Kyle likes to run the ball. We can run the ball against this team. They've given up a hundred yards on the ground or more all three games this season. Also, what I've noticed from this Seahawks team is that they tail off in the second half. And for our 49ers defensively. We've been making adjustments in the second half and played a little bit better than we have in the first half. So I'm going to go 23-13. I think they get a touchdown early. Um, I think we only hold them to six second-half points on two field goals, uh, and we walk out, of, to leave, uh, walk out of Levi's with a convincing win against a division opponent. I don't care if we won by one point. It's a convincing win to me, dog. Hey, man, I, just, I just want to beat the Seahawks by any means necessary. Mm-hmm. That's so I have 24-21. I see it coming down to a nail-biter, of course, because it's the it's 49ers Seahawks. And and I I really think it will. I believe that the 49ers are going to have to start fast. We're not going to be able to, to do what we've been doing, just lollygagging in the first half. Like We're going to have to do that. It would not surprise me, though, if, if uh, Seattle gets the ball first that they don't don't take a page out of Green Bay's book and just take a chance and go down the field. 
So you have to be mindful of that, which is why I have them with that extra touchdown because I think that they're going to get a quick touchdown on us. Actually, I think they are going to actually get a touchdown before we do. Mm. I can't have that. I'm not feeling that. But it's probably going to happen. I'm setting myself up for the inevitable. Um, PG, that's a good. That's actually a close score. So you're saying Robbie Gold is 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 a nail biter? So Mm -hmm. is this winning field goal drive? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I like it. I like it. What was my score post? I'm just curious. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to talk about that fast? Want to talk about a nail biter? Now <laughs> it's a nail biter for real. All right. For so, real. so here's how I see it, y'all. <laughs> I know Jimmy Garoppolo has. I know he reads Twitter. I know he reads YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat. TikTok, Vine, Facebook, you name it. I know. There's no way he doesn't. He was dating a porn star. I get it. He's all over the tabloids. I got you. He reads it all. And I know he thinks and he's feeling some type of way about the way we feel about him. I I guarantee you. I think Jimmy Garoppolo generals and leads us to this win. It's a comebacker, though, guys. So it's going to come down to the end. I think porn, porn star Jim is going to take us down the field and secure the victory. He's going to manage the time clock. I think he's going to do. He's going to fix everything he did wrong in this game, and we're going to come out with a victory. And I'm going to say that Jimmy Garoppolo is the best damn quarterback we've ever seen in my time. I'm going to support him. Gosh darn it! No, but seriously, I, I think Jimmy's going to get it right. I don't think Jimmy's going to start off fast, Peachy. I just don't think that the defenses are going to allow him. So I I don't think we're going to be able to start fast. Hopefully we'll start fast on defense. But I do agree. I think they score a lot first. Like I do. I do. I do. And then in that second half, I think Jimmy's going to figure out. And I don't think we see Trey Lance in this game, guys. I'm I'm hoping I'm wrong. But we win. And that's all that matters. I have us winning. 21-20. 21-20. You do not want to see my score predictions and who I got winning next week. So let's get through this week because I really think that we're going to be able to, we're going to be able to squeak out a victory because we're going to have the ball last this time, opposed to giving the ball last to Russell Wilson. We want the ball last. We're going to get the ball last. Master Chef in the building, man. I was starting to think he didn't like us anymore. Master Chef, what's going on, man? Big time contributor, big time supporter, man. We miss you. Master Chef is a chef, guys. We do a food show on Sunday. Why in the heck is he not on our show on Sunday? One plus one. I don't know. Uh, somebody, please, can we invite him on the show for Sunday? A, a Sunday? I, I, th- I think you just did. I, wait, you were at the Philly Takeover and I didn't see you? Oh, I'm sorry, bro. Bro, I look. I I, I be I be in a in a tunnel. What they call it? tunnel vision? Wherever I'm at, like you know what I mean. I just my only focus was the game. I was at the, the takeover though. I was there early. I was good. Mo's, Peachy, Nick, nothing but nice. They all made me feel comfortable. Everybody that I met, I'm surprised we didn't meet. I I feel bad, man. Damn. Ah, uh, but thank you for the contribution. Sorry I missed you at the takeover. I really need both sides to be aggressive. Yeah. Yeah, overly aggressive too. And, and we didn't mention the fact that 
Nick Bosa looks like he's struggling, not because he's struggling, but because they are throwing a kitchen sink at this mother sucker, yo. <laughs> like Nick, <laughs> Nick, they, Nick, first series. After that, they had wide receivers, tight ends, defensive. All yeah. Linemen, they had some extra deep. Our yeah. own defense was blocking them out the play. Like it was, I was like, damn. Like, that's how much they fear Nick Bosa getting started. And so Aaron Rodgers was getting that ball out super quick. And I expect Russell Wilson to do the same thing, like PG said. Um, so, um, but they, we got to be aggressive on D, not overly aggressive to where we're missing those, those run lanes because we still got to contain Russell Wilson because we saw Aaron Rodgers get – did Aaron Rodgers only run the ball once, y'all, and they got a penalty? Right? Am I, am I tripping? Yeah, wow. I don't remember him running more than that. Wow. So, yeah, so I don't, I don't know if Russell if, – if, if, if Russell not running is like what Fear has been talking about in this episode, guys – this might be a great game. Like, we don't want them to run. So, it is what it is, man. Um, But, yeah, we all picked the 49ers to win. I don't think we're being homers because them scores – well, who had the biggest – Uh, Moe's got the biggest spread. So, Moe's got a 10-point win. Fair got a 7. Peachy got a 3. I got a 1. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Guys – Let's get about this show, man. Let's get y'all final thoughts. Let's start with Moe's, Peachy, Fair, and then we'll get up out of here. Start fast, run the ball, you can win this game. Easy. Boom. Peachy. Well, since he took what I was going to say, I'm going to thank everybody who tuned in (laughs) for the show. (laughs) (laughs) And um, you guys were great in the chat. The chat was very, very interactive. No, um, for real, um, the the 49ers have a a golden opportunity to get back on track um, this Sunday. So they just need to put their heads together. They need to get it done. Yes, we're depleted in the secondary, but at the same time, we we have enough to be, be able to win this game, even if it's by the hair of our chin, 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 like by one point. As long as at the end of the day, it's a W, that's good. Because next is on the road to the Cardinals. So there you have it. Get it done. Fair. Jimmy, do something. I don't care what it is. Do something. And that's all I got. That's it. Yeah. Do something right. Hold on. Let me. There's power in words. <laughs> power yeah. in words. Yeah. There's but we knew what you meant, though. No, right. we knew what you meant. We knew I know, what but you I got to speak it properly because like, I don't want to do something wrong. Understood. Do something right. Understood. Do something right. Understood. Definitely understood. So, Here's my final thoughts, guys. <laughs> Look, man, I, I, I'm just going to tune into the game, and I'm just going to let it happen. And whatever happens, I'm either going to talk good about it or I'm going to talk bad about it, and we're going to have a great show on Monday. Like, that's how I'm looking. That's it. That's my final thoughts. Thank y'all for everybody for tuning in. Make sure y'all tune in to Sizzling Sunday, uh, where we're going to be. We we are supposed to have a special guest on this week, Jason. Um, 
and I'm going to try to reach out to him. He is dealing with some health things right now, so I'm not sure if he'll be able to go um, to be down. So if not, Master Chef, if you want to represent the 49ers faithful this week against them Seattle Cardinals, you know what I'm saying? You will take on one of us, the challengers. Oh, since there's four of us now, we could do the show like, what's that show? Uh, um, uh, Iron Chef. And then they can <laughs> rotate and pick who they want to take on every week. Listen, we are creating shows right here on Nitty Gritty Niners. Make sure you follow that Wayne Breezy channel because you won't get these shows anywhere else. So make sure y'all doing that. Thank y'all for tuning in. Guys, we got to get up out of here, man. We're going to stay faithful always. We're going to always keep it nitty and we're going to keep it what, y'all? Gritty. Y'all just peace, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast. Please follow and subscribe on twitch.tv backslash Wayne Breezy. Also on YouTube, YouTube backslash Wayne Breezy.